Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of that Disney Parks podcast. I am Nick and on this episode I am joined by Craig. Good evening. We also have Mr. D. Hello there. We have P-Dubs. Hello and welcome. And we have a special (laughs) guest because there's so much stuff to talk about tonight. We couldn't just do it with the four of us so we have got with us... Uh, Mr. Stephen Maxwell. Hello, everybody. Uh, I hope you don't mind a very professional introduction there. No, no. Uh, I've been on before. This was years yeah. and years ago. This is maybe five or six years ago I was on with you. Yeah, uh, I, remember. I, don't know, I remember that uh, Mr. Malady sort of jumped in just at the last minute as well, just to, to show his face. But no, I was I was good back then. I'm glad, glad I'm back. Well, I mean, a lot of a lot of things have changed. Uh, Lee Malaby wouldn't even uh, piss on me if I was on fire nowadays. So uh, he, I, can, I can tell you now, he won't be he won't be coming on to join us at any point. No, I think he's not. Hollywood, Hollywood Horror Nights or something like that. Yeah. He's over there in Florida just now. That's yeah. a in good about excuse. six weeks, though. If you if you get me drunk enough, mate, I'll piss on you. Thank you, thank you very much, Craig. You, I didn't even have to get you drunk. You would just do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, that, that that's a that's a, a public a, a private's back on public. I, I I literally have no beef with uh, Lee or anyone nowadays. They just seem to hold grudges against me. So uh, Lee, if you want to come on, you're more than welcome. But as I said, you'll probably call me a c word. Um, so I hope everybody, both on the team and of course listening out there in podcast world, had a absolutely wonderful uh, Disney Plus day. Uh, it was glorious weather, and uh, on on the eighth of September, absolutely nothing else happened except Disney Plus Day happening. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure nothing else happened. Nothing that I can remember. Um, but this weekend Star was a Trek course, day. What was Star Trek Day on uh, Paramount Plus? Same day. Oh, but no one has Paramount Plus. I mean, you do because you don't cancel subscriptions. But no one else has Paramount Plus. Uh, Beatles does. I've got it. I don't watch it's not like there's anything new on it. I watch old stuff like Frasier and Dexter. I'm oh, don't, don't, Dexter don't, don't mention Dexter to Craig. You'll set him off and no one else gives a shit. Um, but, of course, uh, the other thing that came with Disney Plus Day and the reason why it got moved two months this year uh, was because it was D23. The big celebration of Disney stuff. Basically, all the stuff they couldn't announce at Comic-Con for various reasons. So, we had three days of panels, live streams, uh, musical numbers, 
uh, and uh, celebrities not being able to uh, hear what was being fed into their earpieces. It was absolutely glorious, and we are here to go through all of that for you. Don't spend, you know, 30 hours watching YouTube videos of the live uh, the live stream replays will just tell you Listen all the things for 30 hours. This is it. Oh god, this... I hope not. I want to go to bed eventually. Well, it's uh, just do what you normally do, Misty. Sl- sneak off without <laughs> anyone noticing or fall asleep oh. on the podcast. It's fine. Oh, just well, honestly. Shake <laughs> one sheep and that's <laughs> <laughs> hold you back do you, forever. Do you remember the the podcast record where GML was on and Boniface was putting the bins out? <laughs> I mean, it was an all-time, it was an all-time classic. That you know, there's. I've been doing this now, uh, as we know, for uh, just over ten years, almost weekly, and there's a lot of stuff. I've forgotten more than I've remembered, but I don't think you can forget somebody putting bins out during a podcast record. It's I, only this podcast would would you hear that? So, you know, if if uh, that should be, we should turn that into a slogan. I don't know what the slogan would be, but something to do with bins in this podcast. I'm sure someone will be able to fill all the gaps in. But of Just course, come in a t-shirt. We need some merch. They exactly, exactly. So if you want to come up with a slogan, we'll whack on the t-shirt. But before we we get into the news, of course, of the day, uh, we have to kind of you know refresh ourselves. We need to um, liquidate ourselves. We want to stay hydrated. We don't want to dry out during this. So I will always ask the question on this podcast what everybody is drinking. So I will start as I did at the beginning with Craig. Craig, what are you drinking? Uh, there's no hard boiled eggs this week. I'm Thank drinking f- free dam, uh, a yes. alcohol free beer. I, I've heard a beer. I've heard that's a really good uh, alcohol free beer. Is it? Yeah. Um, I haven't tried it yet. Okay. Oh, you, you're all the fucking pressures on now, innit? Not really. You're just going to take a swig of beer and say it's either good or not. I mean, it's, I don't think there's any pressure there. Oh, it's a thumbs up from me. Well, there you go. There you go. I know Colin's a big fan of that one, so fair enough. Um, Mr. D? Um, gin and tonic. Um, yeah, just straight gin and tonic. Thank you. No, nothing Not fancy? Nothing fancy this week? Nothing fancy. No, just right. G&T. Even I've gone for something G&T a little more fancy than normal. Uh, P-dubs? <laughs> what's what's uh, the squash of the week? It's yeah. actually it's juice. It's orange juice. Oh, hell. somebody got paid. I swear <laughs> to God, he's got a vagina growing on the sides of his face. Yeah, to oh, be fair, we've all seen your dick tonight, so it's fine. Uh, you know, I, I every year I think is this the year we're going to turn this into a video podcast? And Craig does something like he does before we start recording. And I go, oh, no, of no, course not. Just not. Um, Steve, what are you? Uh, what have you got tonight? Yeah, I've got my old trusted Bacardi and Diet Coke. Very nice. Bacardi is the only thing that I can drink, and I don't have a hangover in the morning. So I very much drink that quite a lot. Although we have got uh, a grapefruit beer. Last time I was in Epcot. uh, Schoffer Hoffer. That's the one. Oh, it's gorgeous. Absolutely delicious. Sorry? You can buy it in this country. You can't get it here. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, we've got a couple in the fridge. So yeah, uh, nice. I'll start with the tonight. Double vodka <laughs> in it as well. Tops it <laughs> off nice. Yeah, it's only a, it's only like a two point seven or something, isn't it? It's quite a low 
uh, alcohol, yeah. but it's uh, it's it's a very easy drink, isn't it, Steve? You know, it's it, it goes down very oh, easily. That the, stuff. The best way to do it is to pour it in a glass really, really fast because the nicest bit is the froth, and it froths like the way up. And you just go <laughs> you drink for the froth. And it's so it's so grapefruity. It's really really nice. Well, there you go. There's a top tip for everybody. Um, I have got. Uh, I've never had this before, so I will be doing a Craig taste test. I have got. I'm trying to see it in the dark. It's a uh, Copperberg mixed fruit tropical cider. Um, basically, because Ooh. I forgot to put the pina colada one uh, in the fridge, uh, but this one was there. So chin chin. Oh, lots of sound effects there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, getting all there. I'm, I'm trying to get gong, the. Gong, gong. I'm trying to get the uh, the ASMR crowd into it. Um, that that's yeah, that's lovely. It is. Um, it's all too soggy biscuit later. At the fuck end. off. It's really yeah. I mean, it's it's a very tropical um, cider. Definitely some pineapple there. Um, yeah, that is that's very nice. Right, there was three days of uh, of D twenty three, so we're going to start right at the big beginning. I've had one swig, and already I can't speak. Uh, so we're going to start on day one, and uh, we'll go and see what they announced on day one. Okay. Now, I, I just assumed automatically that P-dubs would be my font of knowledge for all of this. And I thought, I just need to watch the parts panel. I don't need to make notes about everything else. And then you were like, no, nah, not really. I've not really been paying attention to everything. So... Um, I, I'd seen some of this stuff actually actually live because the panels were quite late. Um, but I thought we'll just go through them um, and, and what stuff that we uh, we saw and we, we want to kind of discuss in more detail, including the boring bits. So I'm going to start off with... Uh, they, they revealed some more details about Hocus Pocus 2. Um, the only reason I'm not that bothered is it's it's like in a few weeks... It feels like all you want to see now is the film. I don't really know why they were hyping it up, but but there we are. Um, how it's do the people? End of September, isn't it? Yeah, thirtieth of September, so a month before Halloween. Keeping that Disney tradition of uh, starting their Halloween stuff far, far too early. Yeah, um, as long as possible. Well, yeah, I guess so. Um, I, I, look, I, I'm I'm not personally a massive fan of hocus pocus like it's it's fine um it it's something that my wife really loves was like my wife um and i know <laughs> i know lots of people that uh, really like hocus pocus but i never saw it as a kid so i probably don't have the same kind of uh feelings towards it as as other people do uh i will obviously watch this um I guess it'll be a family film that we'll all watch together when it lands. But, I mean, is is anyone else on the podcast uh, excited to see a sequel, a very bleated sequel to Hocus Pocus? No. No. I mean, I, I, I watch <laughs> no. It. Jolly, no watch it. She really likes Hocus Pocus, the first one. Right. I've never seen it all the way through. So, again, it's not really something that I would be interested in. Bit in the middle, I'm not that bothered with Sarah Jessica Parker. No, they don't do anything for me, so I'll watch it, but nothing exciting about that at all. No, no, I think that's I think that's fair enough. And actually, although I was going to focus on on uh, Disney Plus Day, uh, so in D23, but just going back to Disney Plus Day, 
Um, has anybody as yet sat down and watched Pinocchio? Yes. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, so just me. don't want to. Just having a time. No, well, it's, it's, watch, yeah. it's, it's been out for like four days, five days. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. of course. Um, I, I I have watched some stuff on Disney Plus, but just not Pinocchio. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't ask for that, so I'm going to go to Beatles. Twat. I'm being specific here, right? I'm trying to get through this. So, I I didn't watch. I, I, I've not watched Pinocchio yet because I decided to go and watch Jaws instead. But uh, my my wife and daughter watched uh, Pinocchio, and uh, my daughter, of course, loved it because we've, as we said before, she's got about as good a taste in films as Craig does. Um. My wife wasn't very keen on it. There were things that she liked in it, and, and parts of it she she enjoyed, but overall she wasn't really uh, a fan. I think she felt it was another one of these live action remakes that didn't really add anything to the um, the pathos of the uh, the previous stuff. So, what did you think, Pdubs? Uh, I agreed with the review that I saw that kind of said uh, it looked like it was going to be a good film. Then when they decided to put it on Disney Plus, they went well, let's not bother finishing that. Right. And it just feels like it's an unfinished film. There's characters that are introduced that are never seen again, um, that are in the original. Mm-hmm. Um, Gideon makes an appearance for like five minutes and mm-hmm. then is never seen again. Um, Monstro is no longer a whale, is a sea monster. Yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, my wife was explaining this to me, and I, you know, when someone's telling you something, and you, and I'm, I'm like, what, you know, for the first time ever, were you smoking crack? Because it, like, no. she was describing this thing to me, and I'm thinking this, this sounds ridiculous, but no, yeah. apparently not. Uh, yeah, you don't get much of Stromboli. Um, he doesn't turn into a donkey anymore. Mm. Um, we, so it's not really Pinocchio, then. No, it's no it's yeah, the opening of the story is exactly as you expect it to be. And then I think that's when they got to the point where they went, oh, by the way, we're just going to put it on Disney+. Plus. And everybody that was working on it just went, oh, well, off you we'll, go. We'll phone this in. I, the thing yeah. is, the, the problem is, uh, and this is one of two Pinocchio films that's coming out this year, right? Pinocchio, yeah. like everything Disney did, you know, it was a story. Disney made their version of that story. So... I don't really mind too much when they're going to make one of these live action things and they do change things from it. I I get that. And also, otherwise, if you're not going to change stuff, what's the point? You may as well just watch the original. But sometimes you do think you're changing the wrong bits. Yeah. So, although I wasn't changing, it just felt like things were missing. There's a basic right. premise to the story. You know, I mean, yeah. Monster of the Whale. I mean, how famous is that? Right? Donkey Bit. I mean, you know that that's, that should become Stromboli. You know, I mean, all these different things. It's as if they've just taken the basic story and just ran a totally different direction with it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. I understand that. I mean, as I said, I, I, I'm not familiar enough with the original book, so I don't know, have they, you know, was, was Monstro a wow in the original book? Was he this mythical sea creature that they decided to put in this film instead? I don't know. Um, quite frankly, I'm, I'm really not 
that bothered. I I will go and see Pinocchio because it's on Disney Plus, and you know I could just whack it on and, and watch it and fall asleep or whatever. But and that was exactly what we did. We yeah. came in on Friday night after school, and I just was like, oh, we might as well put it on. It's there. Yeah. And we watched it, and that was it. And I kind of didn't even I didn't have my eye on it the whole time because it just it didn't <laughs> hold me. Uh, fair enough. Um. All right, so the next film is also another one that's coming out quite soon. But after what P-Dub said, I'm kind of dreading this a little bit more now. Uh, and that is Disenchanted, um, which is, again, another blizzardly late sequel uh, to Enchanted, which came out in, what, 2009? 2008? Well, going on. A long time ago. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, I... I've been really looking forward to it because I did like Enchanted. I generally thought it was a good film. Um, this, uh, the trailer dropped, the first trailer dropped uh, at D23 and was released publicly afterwards. Uh, so I watched uh, that trailer. Um, even, 2007. Even 2007. Oh, I was close. Yeah. I was close. Um, so for me... I, I'm I'm even though I've seen the trailer and after what P Dubs have just said, I'm still hopeful this is gonna be good. Yeah. But I could I, be I misguided. Like I like Enchanted. I thought it was a great premise of the story moving from like cartoon into real life. I thought that was a really good thing, but apparently the trailers have sort of spoiled the ending a wee bit. It's just so that it sort of left you hanging. Rather, Interesting. I think she's doesn't turn into somebody that's very nice at the end of it. I reckon that I don't think they'll spot the, the end of it. I think that'll probably be midway through or something. I can't see it being a massive spoiling. No. And then come, they, come back they, to being good at the end. Yeah, Disney Disney are far too smart at, at, at trailers. I mean, they're not always good at making great films, but uh, <laughs> they're normally quite smart when it comes to trailers. I mean, look, look, look at the whole fiasco over uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. And are they going to show stuff or not? You know, they're 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 pretty smart. But um, yeah, I th- I thought it looked good. Um, it's not long to go. It'll be out for um, Thanksgiving, I guess, twenty fourth of November. So yeah, the fact that I don't have to leave my house to watch it is a good thing. Um, but I hope they haven't cheaped out on it. Um, but but time will tell. Um, the next thing they talked about was Peter Pan or Wendy. Uh, if there's one thing the world needs, it's another re- retelling of the Peter Pan story. I think we're all in agreement with that. Um, was there any footage of this P-dubs that you saw? I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. No, I saw a poster, uh, but that's that's as much as I saw. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, it, look, I mean, I joked about it. I mean. Obviously, there's been lots of different uh, live-action versions of Peter Pan. Um, obviously, most of them are quite different to the book. So, this apparently is going to focus more on Wendy. Um, so, you know, I, I can't say I'm, like, dead excited for it, but, you know, be happy to watch it. Um, we're saying that Wendy's going to be a more strong sort of character, a female character, rather than... And what they said was, uh, as a love interest for Peter Pan, I never ever thought at any point she was a love interest for Peter Pan. <laughs> but she is going to be a stronger character, so, uh, you know, sort of female, sort of thing. 
I think I think that in the Disney version, I think you're right, but in a lot of other versions, it has kind of come across that there is even if it's uh, in one direction, there does there does seem to be a kind of um, a lust um, from one of them. So that doesn't surprise me too man much. But, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, that's that'll be coming out sometime in 2023. They had no firm date for that, so uh, I, I guess we'll and see get more. used and get used to that. Well, get used to not knowing when a, a date for anything. Yeah, it, that, that <laughs> yes. was. I think that may have been the unofficial motto for D23. Don't yeah. expect any yeah. uh, any dates <laughs> or anything to be decided. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. There's, I mean, I didn't, so I didn't cover the video game bit, but even one of the, there's a new video game coming out on the Switch next year, and even yeah. in the trailer for that, they make a joke about TBD 2023. Did they see it coming out from the Switch? Because I saw it when they were advertising it, uh, I just seen to be the stream that was coming out, or was that the, the other one? Was that Tron Identity? It was just the stream? Uh, no, Tron, Tron Identity. So very exciting news for me, obviously. Uh, and I th- Steve, you're you're a Tron fan as well, aren't you? Love Tron. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's a new game coming out um, based on Tron, which I think is only coming out on uh, Steam. Yeah, Steam. So I'm gonna have to figure out a way of playing it. But um, no, there, there's a new uh, there's a new Disney platform game which has you control uh, the Fab Four, um, and it's it's based on the animation style of the new uh, animated shorts that they've been doing um they look quite fun but um yeah they just said tbd 2023 yeah. and they made a, a joke about it in the trailer which um that was on friday so i didn't realize how how often we'd hear that phrase but uh but there you go they also the other one was captain america and black panther again for that as well oh i, I didn't see that yeah, yeah so that's coming out again there was very little detail in relation to what was happening with or what, what platforms it was coming out on, but I imagine it's going to be PS5, Xbox, maybe Switch. I don't yeah. know if they'll be able to handle it enough. Well, it's it's the, the, the Marvel license has just changed hands again, hasn't it? Because um, Square Enix have just uh, have lost that, so yeah, and they've only just recently lost it in the in uh, this year, so yeah, it'll probably be a while before we get any firm stuff because anyone that's taken that license on now won't have had much time to um to work on those IPs but uh, interesting stuff but speaking of just, uh, okay, sorry, so just going back to, to uh, Peter Pan yep. it just seems to be this uh, just love, love fest just now because he's going to be playing Hook but he's also in the another series that's coming up uh, was it the Skeleton Crew he's going to be in that as well so Jude Law just seems to be taking over Disney just now well, and obviously Universal with Dumbledore and stuff. So, uh, yeah, Jude Law is getting everywhere. He, yeah, it's it's funny because he kind of went a bit quiet for a while, didn't he? Um, yeah, a bit like um, a bit like Ewan McGregor, really. And he's been having products coming, you know, coming out of every office. So, yeah, it's obviously Jude Law's turn. But yes, that is a good point. It wasn't his only um, his only reference at, at D twenty three this weekend. That's uh, that's for sure. Um, the next thing they announced, that's a few more details on, but not many, uh, was the upcoming Haunted Mansion film, which, again, went from a confirmed release date to a TBD in 2023. So we know it's coming out then. Um, 
did we? I'd heard some casting p-dubs but i i didn't know jamie lee curtis was in it was that the big kind of reveal yeah that was the reveal she came right no she came out in one of the ride vehicles yes in the middle of the panel yeah a doom buggy across the stage is a is a hell of a way to make an entrance you've got to say haven't you yeah yeah for anybody that doesn't know she's playing madame leosa yeah Mm -hmm. and uh we also got confirmation of uh jared leto uh, playing the Hatbox Ghost, the Hatbox yep. Ghost. Um, he won't be obviously having any makeup uh, to portray the Hatbox Ghost. It will just be him in a hat, which I think is obviously very exciting. Um, more oh, on which <laughs> I just don't like him. Uh, there'll be the more about the Ghost. Just Walt Disney World as well. Yeah, we'll come back to that later on. I'm sure, but just when you mentioned it, we will. We will indeed. Um, a, a film that we know won't be out next year. Uh, is Mufasa, the Lion King. Um, apparently, they showed uh, a, a, a small sneak peek of that, but that information, that video didn't get leaked as far as I could see. Does anybody care about this project? No. Um, and me and you talked about this just the other day. Oh, God, we did. It seems Disneyland, to have gone Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then... It's it's come back to the fore again. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it could be good. It just depends on the story, don't it? If it's you know, because there's the whole thing between Mufasa and Scar, that could be quite interesting. I don't know. Is it live action and, again as well? Yeah, that's yeah. live action. It seems to be jumping back and forward. It's sort of Timon and Pumba telling the story of what happened with Mufasa before. Well, we see the Lion King. Uh, yeah. So it could be quite good, but I, I just think there's a, a lot of jumping about and just looking for, forward. You know, the amount of live action stuff that is coming out, it's just too much. You know, and this could maybe just, depending on when it is released, might just be the one that sort of everybody goes, no, I've had enough. Maybe I'll be a bit like Aladdin, you know? I, I just, I mean, I, I made no uh, bones about the fact that I thought The Lion King is probably the worst live action remake they've done. I just found it completely pointless, very soulless. I just didn't care for it at all. So a sequel does absolutely nothing for me. I'm obviously wrong because The Lion King made, you know, over a billion dollars. So people went and watched that film time and time again, but I thought it was I'd have been absolutely more awful. excited if it was uh, in the same animation as the original cartoon. Mm. Okay. I'd have been more happy for that. Yeah. But, you know, as Mr. D says, if the story's good, it'll be fine, won't it? It'll make another billion. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, exactly. I, I I mean, people love The Lion King, and people did generally seem to like that film. I mean, it's... Who's playing um, Earl Jones? Uh, they, they haven't said. I mean, I'm assuming if oh, it's right. going to be in flashbacks, it will possibly be recast. Um, yeah, because he's he's got deeper and deeper and deeper as he gets older, hasn't he? And, yeah, I don't know. So. He's still he's still doing voice work. I mean, they they used. I mean, I don't know how much of of the lines he recorded uh, for Kenobi were new and and how many were retaped from you know other bits, cut and pasted. Think, but I don't think they did that. Used any of his original his voice? It was all um, robot voice. Well, no, it was the same with uh, Luke's, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, but it is, it is their voice. 
It is their voice. Yeah, they just but, they're, take... but they're not in a recording studio, yes. are they? they don't... No, they're cutting and pasting old old material. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, then we got uh, Gal Gadot and Rachel Zegler coming out to uh, hype up their Snow White film, which is coming out in 2024. Um, I think that's been pushed back. I think that was due out next year as well. Uh, directed by Mark Webb, who, of course, he's uh, the best work he's done so far in terms of his name was the two Spider-Man films. I mean, honestly, unless there's somebody in Hollywood called Johnny Spiders, who else could you get to direct a Spider-Man film than Mark <laughs> Webb? Um, is, there, is there a Johnny Spiders? Have I missed something? I don't know. Um, so but, there's uh, a phone somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that probably doesn't... That probably something you see on a, a Spanish nightclub. Um, I think the most interesting thing about this, though, is, and this actually goes back to... Did they? Oh no, maybe not. Maybe I'm getting my musicals confused. I was going to say "Come Fly Away," Craig, but um, Paysec and Paul are going to be writing some songs, some new songs for this new Snow White film. Uh, they're famous for um, being Evan Hansen and um, The Great Showman. So at least the new songs should be all right. Hopefully, are they having the Seven Dwarfs in it? Uh, so seven vertical challenge people. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, seven, seven people of restricted growth. Yeah, I don't. I, I'd be like th- that classic Phoenix Knight episode. <laughs> Jesus, um, I don't. I know there was. I know there was a lot of talk at the beginning about that, and I think the fact that it's called Snow White is is interesting. Um, I'm sure there will be some other characters that she hangs around around with, whether they are of. Um, Smaller heights. I I've got no idea. Uh, Snow White right and now, the Seven Gnomes. There you go. They just get the cast of Romeo and Juliet again. It'd be great. Um, then we saw, after uh, lots of kind of waiting to see some footage, we did get to see a teaser trailer for The Little Mermaid, coming out in May of next year. Um, did everyone get to see this footage? Yeah, it yeah. looks exciting. It looked good. Yeah, I mean, it looks exactly what I expect a, a live-action Little Mermaid to look like, to, to be completely honest. I mean, I, a lot of people have been a bit uh, wishy-washy on it, um, pardon the pun, but no, I I mean, I don't know what people expected other than what we saw. I thought that they did a good job. I think it looks really good. She's obviously got a, a great voice, which is why she was cast. Um I think my favourite thing, though, was um, I saw a load. I saw a thread on Twitter of um, children watching the uh, the trailer and seeing the reveal of Ariel, and the reaction from kids was absolutely heartwarming. Um, so, and at the end of the day, that's what these films are for, right? You know, we're going to watch them as grumpy old men, and we might enjoy them, but we're not the target audience. Kids are, and seeing my kids favorite, get excited. My favourite one. I was I was saying to Craig earlier, my favourite one was um, someone called out the lead actress for being too old. They thought it was Halle Berry. Oh, Jesus Christ. They also were taken <laughs> off of the fact that her hair wasn't red enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did. I mean, obviously, as you would expect, I did see uh, a few uh, racist comments as well on Twitter and people pointing out that Ariel is a fish at the end of the day. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the skin oh. colour is really that important. It's a fish. Uh, but there you go. Um, I think we knew this already, but Lin-Manuel Miranda is going to be working on some new songs with Alan Menken, who did the songs for the first, uh, the animated film. Um, we still haven't I don't know if seen... I'm a bit bored of Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, yeah, I think we all are. I love him, but, you know, he, he's well, he's a bit everywhere. Isn't all he? the songs sound the same, don't they? I mean, it's... In the Heights, literally sounds like Hamilton. When you, you, it's the same beat, the same rhyming of the words and all that. It's just... Yeah, but you know, you know, In the Heights predated Hamilton, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're very, very, very similar. Yeah, but... It's a bit like Encanto. I never ever got Encanto. I never ever got the songs... You know, I didn't know why for five weeks solid, as they were saying, the D23 was the, the Billboard 100, or top 100, you know, it was their number one for five weeks. Never got it. Never got the songs. Never got into that at all. I've I, got just, a, I, I agree with you, Steve. However, if you actually listen to the music that's normally in the charts at the moment... <laughs> nope. It's it very well. That, that's what I mean. It's very easy then to yeah. understand why this was so popular because most uh, of the stuff in the charts alone is absolutely shit. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm excited. I mean, obviously, Lin Manuel Miranda is going to be playing Sebastian. I mean, I, I don't think that's been confirmed, but it, it obviously is. Why else are you no, going? No, no, he's not. He's not. Oh. Who is? No, David Diggs. King. Is. Hang on. Who is? David Diggs. From Hamilton. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's, he's a good choice. I mean, I'm, you know, I just thought that was the role he was born to play. A Caribbean crab. Um, then we move on. So that was the, the, the kind of Disney uh, section of of this uh, first day's coverage. Uh, we then took to, uh, to Pixar and Pete Doctor swaggering out on stage like the big I am that he is nowadays. Uh, and revealed some films that I don't think we'd heard of before. I certainly don't remember hearing about these. For the, but... for the most part, no. I think there was a couple that we'd maybe heard little yeah. snippets of, but or well, elemental you seen the artwork for it, you know, rather than anything else. But that was a bit. You, you just saw the title and the artwork. But you never saw anything else. That, you know, to fill out what the story was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I guess this was our kind of first look at some of this. Uh, some of this stuff. So, uh, Elemental is uh, the next. Uh, well, there's no. I was going to say it's the next film, but it's not, is it? There's one coming out uh, in November. But the first film for 2023, uh, Elemental. Uh, it's uh, a story of a fire person and a water person, cracking stuff. Um, Amber and Wave are the two main characters. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to this. I think it could be the same sort of ideas inside out you know it looked as if it was the same set of animation and, they had and that's my problem pete doctor seems to be doing exactly the same film over and over again yeah yeah i i i, I can see that argument what i will say is this does at least look like a pixar this kind of concept is a pixar concept you know pixar of late yeah. i've argued that they've kind of gone a bit too safe with things this is obviously going back to ridiculous scenarios to make characters from. So in that regard, uh, you know, that could be quite fun. Um, did they announce any cast for it? Not that I'm aware of. Is it big uh, screen or is it Disney? No, Plus? it's a cinema. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the two actors, I don't recognise their names. Um, Leah Lewis and Mamadou Afe. Okay. The two names linked to it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll make more of a decision when we see a trailer later this year. But uh, yeah, at least it looks more like an original weird Pixar type scenario. So that's all right. The issue I have is the director because he directed The Good Dinosaur. Oh, don't. That, that had more than the problem of just the director. You know, it wasn't just. You know, there was lots of problems that film. I watched that film recently, and it was all right, you know. Yeah, you and Ryan can go and start it, your own podcast, you losers. Who? Jesus. Yeah, no, uh, there, there's a guy called Ryan who used to do this podcast. Um, Somebody that we used to know. He's <laughs> <laughs> never comments I stream here, you know. People yes. Know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, kills I mean, them all. At least, <laughs> where's this game? At, least Ryan's, <laughs> at least Ryan still likes us. Um, Nick's weird and Malaby tonight as a tribute. <laughs> right. Ryan will be back in two weeks, except for when he, he's busy again. Um, we saw we saw another Im- well no I was going to say we saw another image of win or lose but no we saw the exact same image from win or lose that they showed off last year so yeah. I thought that was a bit odd um, but what's that looks the, quite what's cute what's win or lose it's uh, about a a, so- a school softball team or children's softball team um, and it's about learning about winning and losing and so not like getting too dangerous uh, it could uh, well and be. it's a series. Yes, yes. This isn't a film. This is a Disney Plus series. Um, oh. Did they say how many episodes it was? No. I'm, no, sure. got, I'm looking at Entertainment Weekly and Doesn't it's say. not got anything listed. It's got Will Forte listed to be the team's coach. C- yes, yes. I don't think I announced any other cast and then Will Forte, but uh, yeah, no. I saw that as well. Um then we got a uh, another still image from uh, Elio. Uh, in Elio, it's about an 11-year-old dreamer, an artistic creative and avid indoorsman who finds it hard to fit in. Uh, meanwhile, his mum, Olga, runs a top-secret military project and is working to decode a strange signal from outer space. But it's Elio who makes contact, gets beamed into space, and is subsequent subsequently mistaken for an intergalactic ambassador for earth um we're only seeing a still image on this and i think it looks really uh pretty and again at least it sounds like an interesting concept so i'll i'll take that but i was more kind of interested in the visuals it's got a very uh unusual art style for a disney or pixar film so I thought that looked quite exciting. Um, but that's not due out for another two years. So spring 2024 for that one. So I guess it'll be quite a while before we start seeing any any trailers for that. Nearly time for another D23 by that point. <laughs> well, it probably will be unless, actually, yeah. Unless it's another pandemic. <laughs> no, no, you're probably, you're probably, you're probably spot on. Um, and then we got the surprise announcement. I think if anyone was betting on a sequel being announced at D23, it would have been Frozen. I think we was all expecting another Frozen film to be announced, but no. Ka-ching. Instead, we got uh, an announcement for Inside Out 2. Uh, 
Yeah, and I'm excited for that. Which I'd have called outside in. Oh. But they they well, obviously didn't still. like that. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, I suppose still. so. Yeah, there's every chance. Uh, you can have yeah. that you can have that one for free, Mr. Doctor. It's up to you. Um so yeah, I thought this was uh exciting. I think Inside I, I can't say Inside Out is an underrated film because a lot of people do love Inside Out. Um, but I think it was very popular when it came out and people aren't really talking about it anymore. So um, interesting that they've gone for that as a sequel, but I think it will be interesting to see what they do. Uh, they announced all the cast are back who played the emotions in the first film, but there'll that's, also be additional emotions that's, as that's well. That's not true. Two of them are, are not coming back. Oh, Enemy who's that? Characters in it and I'm, I'm sure it is uh, discussed and uh, I think it's this uh, fear because Disney were not paying them the money for it. They sort of offered oh. them less and they thought it's not worth it. So they're not, they're not coming back, but when Riley's going through sort of teenage sort of bits, and yes. obviously there are going to be new emotions coming in as well. Yeah. Uh, but when I did watch something on YouTube uh, earlier on, and the guy said, "This is a wonder who's going to be playing Horny." Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you wonder uh, how well that's going to go. Be quite good. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, no. look at the adult thing they did in Turning Red. You know, I mean, that sort of pushed us out of boundaries so that they could possibly go a wee bit further than your normal sort of family-friendly film. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I thought um, I liked the I thought the short that they did for Inside Out as well was pretty good, where it actually focused on um, the uh, the boyfriend that came round and his dad bonding or not bonding, and um, it was one of those rare shorts that they they put out with a film which actually I thought um, was as enjoyable as the film itself was. So uh, check that out. I'm sure it's on Disney Plus. Um, still, but uh, there you go. Um, then we got some Walt Disney Animation Studios uh news again. They they kicked off without a film, uh, but instead Zootopia Plus, which we'd heard about, but I didn't think it was coming as quickly as it was because no. it's coming out November 9th. Is it a series? It's a series, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Zootopia. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to stick my head back in. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna it's gonna face on. It's gonna uh, focus on other animals that we we saw bits of during the film. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be the same characters or just different animals. But um, yeah. no, they're they're picking certain characters that we met. So we've got the the Godfather. He's okay. getting an episode. <laughs> um, I think the uh, the yoga. The yoga team are getting a, an episode. What about the weasel? Yeah, I would imagine so. We've I got the Real so. Housewives of Rodentia. <laughs> <laughs> so you think? So you think you can prance? Brilliant. And and the Godfather of the Bridge. Super. The three named episodes. Excellent. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm excited. For that. I like Zootopia. I think it was. Um, quite underrated when it when it came out i remember my wife hating it the first time she watched it for some bizarre reason and i think she must have been in a bad mood or something so i was like i don't know what you've just seen but that was great and she's changed her tune on subsequent watches so uh that yeah, would be I good think, and I that is humor there it's quite good you know i think it is quite funny especially 
like when Judy Hopps says, "Get blood pouring out," you know. <laughs> I, 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 I do like uh, uh, Bateman. Uh, what's his first name? Jason. Jason Bateman. Bateman. I do like him. Yeah. Oh, the, the casting. Really the casting was great. Like all the voice characters were great. Um, there was a lot of interesting choices in that. Um, Idris Elba, uh, J.K. Simmons was uh, was also very good in it as well. Um, wasn't the wasn't the weasel Alan Tudyk? Yeah, because that's the joke, isn't it? Yes. Oh yes, because he the was Duke, Duke 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 Weasel 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 Turn yes. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> of course, uh, doing his best Steve Buscemi in that role, but very yeah. good. Um, so yeah, so that's coming out November 9th to Disney Plus. Um, I don't know how long the episodes will be, but they I can tell you now they won't be long enough. I've already decided. Um, another film coming to um, Disney Plus is Iwaju. Um, this was announced a while back. I want to say maybe the last D23. Possibly, yeah. Um, and this is um, based in Africa. Um, set in uh, Lagos, Nigeria. Um, and it's going to be a futuristic... This set, sorry. A futuristic, a futuristic depiction of uh, of what uh, Africa would be like um, in the future, and it looks a little steampunky and uh, yeah, quite quite modern, Just like futuristic English concentration camps all over the place. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see that in the uh, the still images that I saw, but uh, I guess um, I you know I suppose in some ways you could say. Uh, it, it takes a little bit from Wakanda in the fact that obviously that was a part of Africa that was very uh, technologically advanced. So, um, yeah, looks really good. Looks really interesting. Um, I believe it's actually being uh, animated with a studio out in Africa as well. So what? it's not just uh, internal Disney, but uh, yeah, that looks that looks pretty good. Um the next Disney film that's coming out to cinemas is Strange World. Trailer for this came out a good few months ago now. Um, and it kind of had a look like a 50s B-movie, I guess. That was the look they were going for. Um, but not nothing new on that that we didn't already know. Uh, it comes out the 23rd of November 2022. So... You can go to cinemas to see Strange World and then uh, wake up the next day and watch uh, Disenchanted. How about that? Um, I guess. I don't know. I, I, it just didn't look that interesting to me, I'll be honest. I like sci-fi films, but it just didn't look very inspiring, look very generic. I don't know, tell. Um, but they, the, the last film they announced, I think, is probably the most interesting. Um... And that is Wish. So this is going to be a a musical, an animated musical. Um, and it's a film that asks the question, how did the wishing star upon which so many characters wished come to be? Um, it's set in Roses, the kingdom of, of wishes, where wishes can literally come true. Um, and is about a 17-year-old girl called Asha, an optimist with a sharp wit who cares, who cares endlessly about her community. And in a moment of desperation, she makes an impassioned plea to the stars, which is answered by a cosmic force, a little ball of boundless energy called Star. 
and together they face the most formidable foes to save her community and prove that when the will of one courageous human connects with the magic of the stars, wondrous things can happen. And it's got a goat in it. And it's got a goat. And who's the goat voiced by? Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. The good luck charm <laughs> of Disney. Um, they also said that this is going to have the most despicable villain in Disney history. Which is a very bold yeah. statement, I think. I'm going to say we'll see that when it comes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it looks, it's computer animated, but it looks uh, hand-drawn. That's the look they're going for. Um, and, yeah, it comes out next fall, 20, 2023. And um, I think it sounds really interesting. It uh, sounds old but new at the same time, which is quite an achievement. It's like going back to the old stories, isn't it? Mm. But also something that's original. Like, this isn't based on a, you know, a, a fairy tale or something. This is, you know, something they've come up with themselves, which is always... Uh, pretty exciting but uh yeah that was that was day one only two more days to go uh (laughs) but in interesting stuff i thought um let's whistle down uh the start of day two we're going to look at the uh the film divisions first um so lucasfilm showed off uh andor again it's so close to being on the air i don't know why they spent so much time on it but uh Three episodes debut on the 21st of September. Um, but was this when they announced P-Dubs that there's going to be a season two? Uh, no, that had been confirmed. It's always been known to be, I think, 24 episodes. Yeah, 24 episodes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, so there you go. Um, next, they showed um, some new footage from uh, Willow. Um, including a reveal that Christian Slater is going to uh, be joining the cast. Mr. Robot. That's weird, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> I just, yeah, again, he's another one who, who got, disappeared for a while and then, yeah, popped up Mr. Robot yeah. and he's kind of done a few things. Um, I've, I've not... always back, scrambled back in. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see this. Did, did anyone see the trailer for Willow? Yeah, I watched it. Any, any good? I'm not a massive fan of the original. We reviewed it, didn't we? We did. Um, uh, and yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't a massive... I've never been a massive fan. Yeah, it pretty much looks like it's exactly the same thing. Just in serious form. They think as if it's a, a sort of buy-in for a Lord of the Rings and that sort of stuff, you know, with yeah. the, the new Amazon film you know, or series coming out, and they thought... Right, if we can do this and whittle this in, we might actually get a few folks subscribing to Disney Plus on the back of that. Yeah, I, I can I can see that argument. Um, yeah, uh, if, if anyone's wondering where we reviewed Willow, no, they didn't review Willow. Yes, we did. It's on our Patreon. You've got to pay for it, guys. Sorry. Um, then we had Dave Filoni come out to discuss the Bad Batch um, and they announced that the new series of the Bad Batch will debut on the fourth of January, twenty twenty-three. Um, and it looks fantastic. I still haven't watched the Bad Batch because I still haven't Wrecker! watched the Clone Wars. <laughs> oh, one day, one day. Um, they did announce a new uh, series uh, for Star Wars as well, Tales of the Jedi. 
Uh, this is six That's brand new. It's coming out soon, isn't it? It is. It is, yeah. It's an, it's an animated one, though. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, six brand new animated shorts, uh, mainly focused on uh, Ashoka and Count Doku as yeah. well. Um, and it looks very much like the Clone Wars. Um, and all six will de- all six episodes will debut on the twenty sixth of October. Um, actually, speaking of uh, Ashoka, she uh, they were talking more about that upcoming series, but all we got was a TBD in twenty twenty three. Would you believe? Yeah. So and a casting for Ezra Bridger. Oh, who was that from Rebels? Um, I can't remember. No. Because uh, it wasn't who everybody thought it was going to be. Did everyone think it was going to be Aladdin? Yeah. That's the and one, even yeah. he thought it. He oh, says really? he auditioned for it. Yeah, oh, he came man. out straight, pretty much straight afterwards. He said, I literally got one video audition and that was it. I was out. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel so sorry for that guy because I actually think he was good in Aladdin, but he's really struggled, hasn't he? Yeah. He's really not had much much opportunity since that film. Sort of terrible. Um, okay, then uh, the skeleton crew. So as we said earlier, or as Steve yeah, said yeah. earlier, Jude Law is uh, is going to be starring in that. There was a nice picture of him in uh, in a nice costume, all geared up. Um, but again, no actual release date for that. And then they did show a teaser trailer for uh, Mando season three as well. Um, they didn't give a date though, was it? It was just early 2023, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then, then he dropped it on stage with Grogu in his pocket, which I yes. thought was quite good. Yes. Yeah, it was quite cute. I thought um, the playing to the crowd was really quite quite good. I mean, obviously they did quite a lot of this uh, reveals, you know. I mean, obviously you get Mando coming out and it's the Hulk coming out as well, you know. Yeah, I yeah. We'll, we'll, I think if you were there, I think you would probably go, whoa. Yeah. But I mean, you're watching the telly, you're going, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. Um, Indiana Jones 5 was uh, revealed to be called Indiana Jones. So. Original title. Very, very. Uh, they obviously thought Rocky Balboa worked, so we'll go for Indiana Jones. <laughs> uh, we do have a date for that day, 30th of June, 2023. Um, there was a trailer shown, but that trailer has not been uh, released publicly, so don't go looking for it. Or if you do, you'll find somebody's pretty shitty phone camera recording, I guess. And but, that would uh, now be banned from day 23. And also that as well. <laughs> Um, I think the only reveal from the trailer was um, Jonathan Rhys Davis returning, yep. uh, and apparently there is some sequences with a younger Indiana Jones where they've de-aged uh, Harrison Ford. Uh, personally, mm-hmm. I think at his age they should have just de-aged him for the whole film, but that's just me. Mm. Uh, you know, he's seventy-five. Got the fella who played him in Solo to play him in Indiana Jones. No, he look I like Solo. I I'm a sucker for that film, but you know, <laughs> the, he was weak in trying to be Harrison Ford. It's very hard to be Harrison Ford and he he did not know that. He ran like him. <laughs> okay, he yes, usually he, a broken leg. <laughs> he he nailed the run. Good stuff. Um P dubs. Marvel time. 
Yep. Uh, were you excited with how Marvel introduced their set at D23? Um, the, the musical number? Um, yes. I Rogers. wasn't. Not just the musical. I wasn't because I couldn't care less about it. Boom. Uh, over on Biff Pal Bam absolutely loves it. Um, so, yeah, I, I couldn't care less. You could have could have done whatever you wanted to open that that panel. And to be fair, it just continued in exactly the same manner throughout. There's so, more singing and dancing. What are you talking about? There wasn't, no, but it was a uh, uh, meh. Okay. For the rest of it. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, personally, I don't know why Rogers the Musical isn't being performed on a Disney cruise ship right now, but, you know, maybe one day we'll be lucky. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think the problem was with the Marvel panel is they'd announced so much at Comic-Con, what really was there left for them to do uh, yeah. here? So uh, we had, we didn't get to see, but the, the audience got to see another uh, early look at Wakanda Forever uh, coming out November 11th. Uh, then they also shared an early look at Ironheart, which I thought for some reason was a film. But it's no. not. It's a Disney Plus series. Yeah. So, but uh, I didn't realise Anthony Ramos was cast in it. Yeah, uh, as the I, hood. I don't know who the hood is. Is uh, he the villain? He's a yeah. He's a mystical villain. Ooh, I like him. So, I, I that yeah. that announcement was quite good casting wise. But uh, I don't know much about Ironheart. I know who she is, but I'm not familiar with the comics, so I don't know what to expect there. But we shall see. Um, then uh, the 97-year-old um, Paul Rudd came out to discuss Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, the vampire himself uh, with Evangeline Lilly, who I did not recognise. With, with a short blonde hair. No, no. I was like, who is that? Uh, and Jonathan Majors, who, of course, was... Um, what was he called in Loki? He who could not be defeated. No, he uh, he who remained, wasn't it? Yeah, he who remained. Uh, but we now know he's yeah. Kang. Um, so they came out to talk about this. Uh, they really hyped it up. Paul Rudd really hyped this film up. So it better be bloody good. Um, but we'll find out, I guess, in February of twenty twenty three. So, um. The next announcement, like you said, you said P Dubs that this was a bit meh, right? This this panel. Yeah. But were you not impressed by Werewolf by Night? I was, and we recorded a Biff Palbam last night. And this oh, was stop one name of dropping your podcast for God's sake! <laughs> <laughs> this was this was one of the two things that we brought up as being the the highlights of the panel. Um, one of us didn't particularly care for it, but two of us uh, was fairly. In and we'll talk about Werewolf by Night again later on in this show because um, he makes another appearance elsewhere. Will um, we now? Will we? We will. Okay. We will. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this. It, it definitely has the touch of the Universal Monsters to it. Mm -hmm. um, the surprise of it being in black and white. Um, I, I think the biggest surprise was the, the director, to be honest. Oh, that's been known for about six months. Really? Yeah. Bloody hell, so much attention I'm paying. Um, it, it's it's out in three weeks. Yes. Yeah, I do think that the black and white thing's really, really good. I think it's a step away from the norm. 
you know, of any sort of horror film. And it sort of gives it a wee bit of, sort of nostalgic you know, oh. bite about it. And I thought it'd be it's a, it's a big, bold step, you know. It's the the trailer I thought was uh, really impressive because it really captured that um, that thirty forties monster film vibe, um, yeah. and the fact that it's a Marvel production that yeah. didn't look anything like a Marvel production was so uh, refreshing. So also um, introduces two other Marvel heroes in that trailer as well. Who was it? Laura Donnelly's, I... play... Laura Donnelly's playing Elsa Bloodstone, um, another mystical character, and we also get an appearance by Man Thing. I didn't that. even notice Man Thing in that. Jesus. Yep. And again, he oh. will be brought up later. Oh yes, yes he will. Um, so uh, then, then we went into uh, Secret Invasion. Oh, by the way, that that special uh, and it is a special. It's just a one-off. Uh, this werewolf by night uh, it streams on the seventh of October, so not long to wait for that. Um, then we got our first public look at Secret Invasion, starring Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, not impressed by that, P Dubs. Yeah, I am. But it, again, it was something we everything that was in that trailer we already know. Yeah. There was nothing new to that trailer at all. We knew Amelia Clark was in it. We knew Don Cheadle was in it. Uh, we knew Martin Freeman was in it. Um, yeah, Kobe's in there as well. Um, ben Mendelssohn as well. They were all actors that we knew were in it. Mm. So it didn't give us anything exciting that we didn't already know. No, that's, that's fair enough. Um, but what was interesting, though, is the fact that something else that we thought... <laughs> I don't know if we talked about this being dead P-dubs, but another project that we thought yeah. had died was Armor Wars, yeah. but Don Jindal yeah. soon came out to correct us on that. Yeah, and that's been set up as a quasi-sequel to Secret Invasion. Yeah, so I think Secret Invasion will probably be a one and done, and this will be yeah. like the, the second season, if there was one, Yeah, I guess. A um, War Machine in it as well. Yeah. Yes. No, coming through. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we then had Tom Hiddleston come out and um, I'd say confirm Loki season two, but we knew it was Loki season two after the after the Loki yeah. season one, didn't we? Yeah, um, uh, and they actually flew in because they're filming here. Um, yes, they they flew out to to LA just for the con and were flying straight back. The absolute nutters. Um, yeah. But I guess the only new news there was that uh, Key Hai Kwan. Uh, is going to yeah. be joining the cast for season two, which of course, that, I I honestly think that's why they flew everyone uh, out was just so that uh, he could reunite with Harrison Ford and have a photo taken together, yeah, and look absolutely yeah. adorable. Um, so, and if anyone's seen um, everything everywhere all at once, uh, I mean he was fantastic in that film, so I'm really glad that he's uh, he's back acting again now. Didn't get enough love. Um, we got our confirmation of Matt Shackman directing Fantastic Four, which I think is like the, yep. the worst kept secret in Hollywood right now. Um, yeah. But what we didn't get was any reveals of the cast. No. I don't understand why they keep trying to roll out Fantastic Four. Is this not the third reiteration of it? And it's really not going anywhere. 
I know, think... it just seems to be one after another and they say, well, give another go, we'll give another go, and it's just not doing it. I think this might be the than... one that does it with the effects, you know, but we'll yeah. see. It's the, it's the full version. Everyone forgets the first version because it's never actually been officially released, but um, it's probably the best one, actually. <laughs> that they've done, even though it does look like it cost about twenty pounds to make. Um, but yeah, I think I think the reason why Steve is because Fantastic Four was always uh, like Stanley's favourite. He always said Spider Man, but it wasn't. It's was Fantastic Four, and I think you know they really feel that the the characters are strong, but it just never seems to work, no matter what way they do it. So I I echo your um, your feelings on that that. You know, it, it, it keeps failing, but maybe one day they'll uh, they'll nail it. I, I, I don't know. Well, I'll only take one. You know, I'll take one, and then I'll just bake off. I mean, hopefully this will be the one that does it. I mean, if it doesn't, then it'll be about another 10 years before they try again, but they certainly, certainly yeah, will. Yeah. I remember another franchise like that, <clears throat> Tron. <laughs> <laughs> um, they also brought out the cast of Echo, um, so again, we knew Echo has been coming for a while. This is a spin-off from Hawkeye. Um, and I th- did we know Vincent um, D'Orfio was going to be in it, or was that just rude? Yes. Yeah. No, it was. It was confirmed pretty much straight away. I thought. I thought um, it had been, but the the way yeah. I've seen it reported was like that was a bit of a shock. And I thought, and I'm sure they'd announced that before. Look, if you're going to do a story about Echo, there's only one villain that she's ever faced right. <laughs> and it's kingpin yeah they were and, and literally the, the end of hawkeye was pretty much shot for shot from the comic right and they are shot. telling they are going to tell that story from the comics yeah i was really shocked at the last one obviously i don't have the comics at all so when he gets shot yeah. i mean the cinema i watching it it says i can't believe that he's only been in that for like half an episode or something like that and then all of a sudden he's dead but yeah. obviously he's coming back with this one. I've yeah. obviously seen bits of the comics now with the eye patch and stuff. So it will be, I think it'd be good. I think he's a good character to actually have come back as well. Oh, uh, you can't keep, you can't keep Kingpin down. Um, and yeah, he's, uh, he's, you know, he's got a great actor playing him as well. Um, so really good to see him back. And Echo, I thought was one of the, I mean, I actually liked Hawkeye as a series, but she was certainly one of the more interesting characters in it, so I'm glad that uh, she's got a spin-off. Uh, which led P-Dubs to saying, I know you're very excited about uh, yep. Daredevil Born Again. Double yep. D. <laughs> Double D. Yeah. He, uh, he's back. It's a, um, it's a reboot, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah. they're, they're kind of saying they're rebooting his backstory a little bit. Um, not necessarily all of it. They might pick up some threads from the original series. I um, hope so, because I really enjoyed them. Yeah. I even like Defenders. Well, someone someone had to. <laughs> someone had to. <laughs> um, then we got, uh, going back into the, the big screen again, uh, we got some more information about Captain America New World Order. I can't, I can't stand the title, P-Dubs. I cannot stand no, the title. No, it's, it's not great. Um, well, yeah, but the, the reason why I can't stand the title is because all I think about when I hear New World Order is Hall, Nash, and, and Hogan. So, 
it's as a wrestling fan this, this is not good it's, it's it's far too confusing for this old man um but uh I, you know I, i'm really excited to see a new captain america film um i didn't like falcon and winter soldier until uh, the last couple of episodes when i i think it really ramped up and i'm excited to that he gets to be captain america in a film um, and we've also got a returning villain. Uh, who saw like Nelson as who, the leader? Who saw that coming? Um, I think everyone forgot what happened at the end of the Hulk and just thought everyone uh, had just forgotten about it. But uh, no, as you said, he's no, back. No podcast name dropping, but uh, we predicted it last week. <laughs> All right, fair play, fair play, fair play. Um, do you want to talk us through the Thunderbolts P-Dubs as well? Yeah, let's let's talk Thunderbolts. This was the other big thing that we picked up yesterday. Um, so yeah, the the one that we all expected was Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, uh, Jerry Louis Dreyfus, uh, returning uh, in that role that we saw back in, uh, as you say, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Can I just pause um, you for one uh, second? How does she look younger now? Than when she played Elaine in Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's quite scary when you. She's when worse than Paul and, Rudd. She was there as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then then we got the the lineup of the Thunderbolts themselves. Um, we we picked up on the fact that a lot of these have come from films or series over the last eighteen months, and um, there's only a couple of older characters in there. Um, so I'll start with the one that's been around second longest because we'll leave the the longest one till last but uh the return of hannah john cayman as ghost from that man and the wasp yeah. um was was the oldest one and then we've got this this group of of characters that have been introduced in this current phase um first of all we've got um taskmaster olga korolenko's coming back um, i wish they'd cast greg davis if i'm honest yeah. as taskmaster but you know she well, was she was fine it, it doesn't matter because they've just put a six foot five stunt man in the costume anyway and try and get away with it. It's true. Um, again, from the same film from Black Widow, we've got Red Guardian, David Harbour, um, coming back um, alongside his daughter from Black Black Widow, Yelena Belova, Florence Pugh, um, back for her third appearance in the MCU. Um and then from Falcon and the Winter Soldier again, we've got John Walker, US agent, Wyatt Russell making his, his return. Um, and then the final one, which I think was the big surprise, and, and we were, were kind of shocked that they've decided to send him down this route again, um, is Bucky Barnes, um, Sebastian Stan as the Winter Soldier. Um, we were surprised that there was a few characters that we thought were going to be in there that hasn't been included. Uh, Baron Zemo um, hasn't been mentioned, which was the the one that everybody thought was going to happen. Mm. And then after his reintroduction recently in She-Hulk, everybody thought Abomination would be in there as well. But um, they've not been mentioned at the moment. I don't know whether Abomination's being held back uh, because of She-Hulk not ending yet. Um, but yeah, Zemo's the, the big surprise that he wasn't in there. It's uh, It's a shame they killed off Ray Winston, right? I don't need another character from Black Widow. <laughs> Not that he's crap or anything. Just don't need a, Just don't need another character from that film. You're absolutely right. He wasn't crapping in uh, 
in that film, he was even worse than that. Yeah. Um, and then the last film they brought the cast out for was the Marvels. Um, nothing really new here. Um, we knew who was going to be in the film. Uh, I just, yeah, I want to see some footage now, basically. Um, I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm excited to see what they do with it. Yeah. I'm I'm one of those people that likes Captain Marvel. Sorry. So. Uh, I didn't like the film itself, but I've liked her character since. Okay. I think she's been better in like the Avengers films. Mm-hmm. That's fair so I'm looking forward to it. And, and Miss Marvel, I enjoyed. Uh, and obviously, Tiana Paris coming back from, from WandaVision. So, looking forward to, to all three. Yeah, Monica Rambo's the wild card because we haven't seen... We've only seen her in WandaVision. So, yeah. we, we've got nothing else uh, there. And she was obviously only a small part in, in WandaVision. She didn't get her powers till quite late on whilst... Miss Marvel's obviously had her own show, and Captain Marvel, as you said, has been in multiple films. So, yes. And then uh, the final thing here was uh, Avatar The Way of Water. Uh, they brought the cast out for that. Um, and then, apparently, for the first time in uh, at D23, they made everyone don some uh, 3D glasses to watch the new film, new footage from the film. You see, it's only on for about an hour and a half. What the film? I'm a town of the water. Yeah, I mean, oh. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the audience out with earlier on. Obviously, it's given ones coming up soon, but I think it's only an hour and a half. It is. I think Avatar was like what, near enough three hours. Uh, I definitely saw a an extended cut when they re-released it, and it was about three hours. So um, I'll I'll quite happily take any film that's an hour and a half long. <laughs> to be quite honest, that's that's normally plenty of time, especially when this is what the first of of four new films uh, yeah, or something. I, so, yeah. I think yeah. this is going to crash and burn. I really do. That's interesting. We, we all know why Avatar was... Um, it, it was a terrible story. It just got caught up in the 3D. Yeah, it was the first of its kind at that point. It was fantastic to look at, but it, it was just... yeah. You've really got to hope it isn't a bomb because it's just about to start filming film four. Three is done and in the can. They're just finishing off the effects, and he is literally just about to start filming film four. But the thing is, it doesn't matter. Straight to Disney Plus. I was going to say it doesn't matter because these films, you know, even even if that did happen, which I don't think it will, even if that happened, um, you've got a platform to stick these films out on. I I was a bit apprehensive until I saw that trailer in IMAX 3D. And I was like, yes, okay, I'm back into the world of Avatar. Having said that, seeing the trailer in 2D, it, it does look completely different. So uh, this is either going to be a huge 3D revolution for cinemas again, or, as Craig says, it's probably going to crash and burn. Um, Just like a big flight of passages in there. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could argue that. Um, you can get one of these 4K cinemas, you know, the ones with the rocking chairs and stuff like that. Oh, I, I, I go to yeah, I go to the 4DX. Yeah, I go there to. Uh, I, got, I got beaten up watching Spider Man there a few weeks ago. I, I did, you know, that was Top Gun, Maverick, fantastic. Spider Man, No Way Home. Yeah, I, I honestly thought I'd, I'd had a few rounds with a boxer watching that film. It was not a pleasant experience. Um, Mr. D, 
Um, was there anything uh, from those panels that it w- really interested you, or was it all a bit meh? Oh, there's there's definitely some stuff that I'm interested in, but very little of it was new. You know, I mean, mm. we talked before about Andor. I'm looking forward to seeing that. And, uh, Disenchanted, um, like Enchanted. Looking forward to seeing that. So, I mean, there's there's, there's definitely some good stuff there. Um, but but some of the stuff that maybe we hadn't heard much about, uh, you know, there's none of it that's really sort of. I'm thinking, oh wow, you know, that's that's just like didn't expect that or you know nothing shocking really but uh some good solid content i think you know yeah um so okay yeah it's okay well i'm gonna quickly run through the tv section because we need to hit the parks and and that's going to take a bit of time so i'm going to one for quite quickly so uh for disney plus uh we got a performance by dr t from the electric mayhem uh, for uh, a preview of the Muppets Mayhem coming to Disney Plus next year, um, this we know about this already. It's a series that is based on uh, the Electric Mayhem uh, going out on tour. Uh, I, I I honestly just want a decent Muppets TV show um, after all the stuff we've had to go through. So that's all yeah. I'm expecting. Yeah, there definitely has to be something done with the Muppets because I think that's a dying franchise unless they actually put some serious work into it. It's well, just going to disappear. You know, yeah. you are just going to get Sesame Street and stuff like that. But the Muppets are just going to be a, 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 something you remember rather than something that's, you know, current. Well, the the, the, the Haunting Mansion thing they did last year was really, really good and, and, and far exceeded expectations. But, yeah, it, it needs to have more than one hit every 10 years, which is what it seems to be doing at the moment. So, fingers crossed for that. Um, Craig, I know you'll, you'll be really excited to uh, have seen... Uh, High School Musical, the musical, uh, have some presence I, there. I haven't watched any of them, but what I am excited for is uh, the new Santa Claus. Okay, well, we'll get to that very soon. Uh, okay. So, yeah, High School Musical, the musical, I, I've got no no idea about it, but it uh, looks like there's going to be a full season. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure my daughter will watch it soon, and she probably will as well. Um, there's a new series coming out next year called American Born Chinese which reunites the stars of uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, nothing to do with that film, but uh, Michelle Yeoh and ki Hu Kwan are both involved in it. So that should be quite interesting. Uh, apparently based on a graphic novel. Anything you're aware of, P-Dubs? No. Excellent. <laughs> Percy, <Sadly> Jackson. <laughs> Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Uh, this is obviously a series based on uh, the book series, which was previously turned into uh, a couple of films over at Fox that didn't take off in the way that Harry Potter did, so they scrapped it. Um, My daughter's very excited about this. She's read, uh, I think, the first book. I'm not sure she's read any more, but yeah, when when this was announced, she was quite excited. So um, yeah, she'll she'll be good for that. Uh, Proud Family are back for season two in Louder and Prouder next February. Um, I never watched it when it was first on. I haven't watched the reboot, so I can't really say too much. Um, Brie Larson is directing a docuseries called Growing Up, which uh, looks quite interesting. Apparently that has just dropped on Disney+. Plus. So uh, There's a show about people building stuff in snow called Best in Snow. 
I really think that's one of those things where they uh, thought of the title first and then come up with a concept around it. Uh, there's the Hip Hop Nutcracker. Uh, I think that explains itself, so we'll move on. Um, and yes, as previously discussed, we have got the Santa Clauses, a TV continuation of the uh, previous Santa Claus films. Three of those, wasn't there? If I remember yeah. rightly. Yeah. 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 So uh, this launches November 16th on Disney Plus uh, with, with two episodes um, I I thought we looked all right, actually. Yeah. I so yeah. you know, it is what it is. Um, good Christmas movie. Well, series. Or series. series. Yeah. 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 Um, they also revealed the first footage from National Treasure: Edge of History, which again is another TV spin-off from the film series, with uh, Catherine Zeta Jones starring as a villain, by all accounts, from what I could see in the footage that we saw uh, and that launches December 14th with two episodes uh, I believe there's there's also rumours of a third series of a third film I, I believe they've confirmed it okay which I guess will be spun off um, from this show will it yeah apparently there's well no apparently it's, it's Nick Cage is coming back for the, the third one um, yes. he's not he's not connected to the TV series Apparently, there's some slight mentions of some of the stuff that he's done in it, but um, yeah. he won't be making an appearance. Oh, no, no, no. I know he won't make an appearance in, the, yeah. in this, but I, I assume that there'll be something in this series which will yeah. lead into a, a, a bringing him back in for a film. So, yeah. Um, P-Dubs, have you ever heard of this Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur? I have. Um, she's actually part of Avengers Campus. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Uh, she's in Web Slingers. She's part of the, the team that Peter works with. I, I, they showed a trailer for it. It looks completely off the wall. When I mean, the title's off the wall, um, it looks fine. Uh, not really aimed at us, but I'll probably give it a go anyway. Um, a few documentaries were announced, including um, showing one of Elton John's farewell concerts. Yeah. At the where Dodger was, Stadium. Dodge, that's it. I couldn't remember where it was. Dodger Stadium. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Zombies 3. If you're a fan of uh, the Zombies franchise, then there's another one of those. Good for you. Um, a new Star Wars film, a new Star Wars series for young kids for Disney Junior called Young Jedi Adventures, uh, which follows a group of younglings. It's not going to end well, is it, guys? <laughs> really not going to end well. Um, <laughs> Order sixty six. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh there's also they're still making films for um the Disney Channel. I didn't realise they still had Disney Channel in America, but there's uh Under Wraps Two coming out, which I'm sure fans of that franchise will love. Uh, a new Descendants film, which no one expected them to uh go back to that franchise. Um and, really old, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 fairly old, isn't it? Um Oh, so that, they carry, I mean, the, the folk that are playing them, you know what I mean? They do grow up and they don't just stay there. Yeah, I don't I don't know how they're going to do that, actually. Um, but look, we've left it off long enough. We need to talk about the parks. P-Dubs, I know you was very excited about this. Uh, yeah. I, I know how Mr. D feels and I know how I feel. I don't know how anyone else feels, but uh, run us through the parks panel. 
did you know that we have a Patreon? I'm sure you do, it's been mentioned before, but just in case you don't know, we do have a Patreon. And on that Patreon, we have early releases of all our shows. We also have exclusive shows that you can only hear on our Patreon. And we've been doing this for years. So actually, if you subscribe to be a Patreon today, then you'll get access to the entire back catalogue. It's about four or five years worth of podcasts you've never heard because they've never been made available publicly except for the uh, the odd one with releases of Taster. Anyway, as well as that, we've got a Discord which we'll be launching later this summer for all of our patrons to join. Uh, we've also got a, a Facebook group which you can join as well. Um, an exclusive one that's only open to our Patreons. But, as well as that, our Patreons are the lovely people who keep these podcasts going. And now, I will tell you who they are. We've got Lee, and Laura, Karen, Chris, we've got Kate, and Mel, and Daniel. I met Daniel, he's a nice guy. Uh, we've got Paul, and Sandy, and Crystal. James, Nikki, Dan, Kevin, Dave, Sinead, Tom, Haley, David, David with an E at the end of his name. Uh, we've got Breaking Dad, great guys. Uh, we've got Rob, we've got Todd, we've got Jane and Steve, as well as Stephen. And we've also got Joe, welcome aboard. So we thank you for your support of us now and your continued support. And if you would like to become a patron member yourself, please visit patreon.com forward slash that podcast. And I've even put a handy link in the show notes below. Thank you. Right. Uh, I've, I've got it all written down. I've got sections for each park or resort. Um, so I'm going to start with Disneyland because that seemed to be the one that had the most like settled things that are definitely happening. Yeah. So I am I'm I'm going to say here that there's a lot of um, maybes throughout this. While I'm I'm excited for what they've said they're doing, I'm going to say now there's no guarantee that any of this is going to happen unless we say it's got a date. Um, so let's start with the, the two things. We've already mentioned one. We've got the, the Mando and Grogu meet and greet that starts in mid-November um, in Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. No confirmation on Walt Disney World. They yet. still, right, two things. Number one, it's never going to happen to Disney World because people do not know how to deal with walkabout characters. They're just too rude to them. Yeah. Secondly, there is still no explanation as to what the hell Mando and Grogu are doing in Galaxy's Edge 40 years after the TV no. series. Boom. No. But we already know that that's, that's gone out of the window because we've already had Fett walking around. So it's that's pretty much forgotten about already. Okay. Um, so what can you say? Um, and then the, then the one that's happening the closest, and look, it's exciting but it looks incredibly weird, um, is the, the Hulk meet and greet um, that begins yeah. next week. 
Um, it's incredibly exciting. It's something me and Nick were literally talking about this last week about the fact that there'd been no She-Hulk mentioned in, in um, Avengers Campus except for a bench with an advertisement of her being a lawyer on it. Um, and we said, we can't really have a Hulk. And then this week they announced that they've got a Hulk. Um, it was just Baymax with a different face on it. <laughs> let's, let, let's get it right. It's Baymax with, with Hulk's face on it. When it came... Uh, when he when he came out, I was like, "Oh, this is quite cool." And then when I realised the helmet doesn't come off, I was like, yeah. "You cheap bastards! You yeah. absolute cheap bastards!" Because it's you can see the detail in the face; it's obviously quite good. But what they've obviously not been able to do is make him talk or anything. Yeah. So, it, yeah, you're right. It's fucking Baymax in an Avengers quantum suit that lumbers about. Yeah. And the more I watched it, the, the less impressed I was. And don't get me wrong, I'll be going to meet him in a couple of weeks. I'm, I'm not missing out because it is a limited time. So well, if I'm there and he's there, I'm going to meet him. You know There's only there for a limited time. You've got to go. You've got to get there. Yeah. You know, just to drive folk in. Yeah. Um, so I, I will be going to meet him. But yeah, it's a, it's a little bit strange. Um, then the... Um, old e-ticket that was due to open an Avengers campus that got scrapped. Um, we were led to believe it was cost-cutting. Uh, according to the panel, it wasn't. Um, once Kevin Feige went, we're doing the multiverse, they went, well, we're scrapping that e-ticket and doing something with that. Um, so, no date, again. 2029. Yeah, it's going to happen at some point. But... Um, we're getting a multiverse attraction based on uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe as it is at the moment. Um, but we will see the featuring of a new villain or a new version of an old villain. We will be seeing King Thanos, who, uh, who won the war. Um, the click stayed as it was. Um, and he became the king uh, of the universe. Uh, this is where the aforementioned Werewolf by Night and Man-Thing will be making their appearance in Avengers Campus. They See, were included I, I, in the artwork. I saw Man-Thing. I couldn't yeah. work out who Werewolf by Night was. I can see him now. He's, no, I can yeah, see him now. Yeah, he's down in the right-hand corner. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll be completely honest. Look at, when I saw this, they announced and showed the artwork. Um, I mean, King Thanos, let's just like be clear it's thanos with a white beard right that's what it is and a crown and yeah. a crown um this looks like it could be either the greatest thing they ever do or the shittest and i really yep. really can't decide which way it's going to fall but what i think is interesting and again it's only artist concept but the ride vehicle looks like it's uh spider-man hmm. i think it's going to be more like a dark ride from what I could, I could say, I don't think it's going to be a. It's certainly not going to be a coaster. I don't think. No, looking but looking at Sp the way Spider Man's not a coaster, is it? No, but it seemed like it was a bigger ride vehicle. Okay. Than Spider Man, I, I would say there was at least sixteen people in that ride vehicle. Could be. From what I could tell. Um. So, but who knows? It might not end up looking like that. We're we're a long way off. I, it's a 
again, it's a re redesigned attraction that they'd already planned on doing. Mm. Um, so don't know, don't know when it's coming, and that's going to be the the theme of of this. Um, one that had got a date, and I'll, I'll throw it in because it's not a massive one. Ron Disney will be returning to Disneyland in 2024. Yeah, um, that'll be seven years since the last one the last one was 2017 yep um so it's been a long time coming um that'll be back hopefully i might make it out there finally and get the the trio uh get my walt disney world disneyland paris and disneyland medals up on the rack um a theme that we talked about over on patreon uh, you'll have to go and listen to that uh one that actually came from me um not in the position that I thought it was going to be, um, but Pacific Wharf in California Adventure uh, is set to become San Francisco. Um, so Talk for any, mind. yeah. So for anybody that doesn't know, Pacific Wharf is opposite Paradise Pier, or what was Paradise Pier is now Pixar Pier. Um, so it's already got a bit of a, a San Francisco vibe to it, yeah. anyway. Um, so it's not going to be a massive thing, but years after uh, the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge was removed, uh, it will be making a return <laughs> to <laughs> California Adventure, um, just in the, the the Asian style um, of of Big Hero Six. Um, no attraction, no, just a meet and greet and new spots to eat and shop. Unfortunately, yeah. So. Um, yeah, there currently isn't an attraction in, in that part. The only only bit that you could possibly move into is the Little Mermaid ride that's that's adjacent to it. Um, same as the one that's at Walt Disney World. Um, so they might they might end up moving into that at some point. Um, one again that we've got a, a, a not a definite date, but uh, an opening period uh, of early next year, twenty twenty three. Uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway um, in Disneyland in, in Toontown. Um, it was confirmed that it has been slightly retooled um, to fit in with Los Angeles. Um, and it will feature a celebration of Mickey's movie appearances, right from Steamboat Willie all the way through to, to his most recent appearances. Um, I don't know whether you guys saw that there was a, a photo opportunity at D23 um, with the Steamboat Willie um, wheel. Um, oh, that's cool. going to be part of the queue um, for for Mickey and Minnie's, um, which was which was quite cool. But yeah, as I say, that's going to be opening early next year alongside the uh, the retooled Toontown, um, which hasn't really changed. I saw there's a Chippendale gadget coaster. That's always been there. Yeah, but I, well, it had a new sign. I didn't know if they were maybe yeah. retheming it to the the last film. I don't believe so. Cartoon. I think it's still going to be. Okay. No, I think it's still going to be with the old cartoon. Everything else has pretty much stayed the same. Mm-hmm. There's a, a a play area in the Goofy house now that wasn't there before. Mm. Uh, Donald's, Donald's boat is pretty much exactly the same. That's not changed. Uh, and Mickey and Minnie's houses haven't changed either. Um, so it's more theming um, within the land rather than what was what was already there that's, that's being changed up. Um one that we'd already talked about, but a confirmation, uh, Paradise Pier Hotel um, is being rethemed to the Pixar Place Hotel. 
Um, we knew that the re-theme was coming, but that's just a confirmation on the name change. Um, Seems to take a bit of inspiration from the, the art of Marvel. In yeah. That this is going to be full of art from Pixar films and concepts. Yeah. yeah, very much like art of animation as well at Walt Disney World. Mm. Um, then another thing that's returning, the Magic Happens Parade um, that was put in just before we all went into lockdown. Um, that's going to return at some point in the near future. No date on that either. Um, but good to have a, another parade returning to Disneyland. Um, and then a couple of new nighttime spectaculars. Uh, new fireworks, Wondrous Journeys. Um, we're starting in the new year. Um, that's at Disneyland. Um, and then a retool of World of Colour. Uh, World of Colour 1 um, is also looking to debut in the new year uh, so that's that's disneyland um but that's did you what's come along the big for them. news tiana's bayou adventure yeah but that's covered by everything and we've already yeah. talked about that to no end i thought it was um, funny though that the tomorrow talked about how the music is going to be a, a big part of it and he talked about um well they they sang a couple of songs which i thought were quite appropriate for people queuing up for that new raid i'm almost there was one of the songs. And then Chapex theme tune, Dig a Little Deeper from the, from the film. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. I, um, I I thought the model looked quite good for it. And what I could what I could see from the, the kind of visuals that they were showing is it looks like that the walls are, as you fall down, you know, as you go down the falls, looks like it glows, almost like it's being projection mapped. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, did like look, it of... looked like that from inside, didn't it? Mm. As well, yeah, it looks like there's some kind of light effects at the top of the drop. You know, there's there's some kind of lighting up there. It looks like. Um... I thought it looked. I thought it looked good. Um, I mean, they're retheming a, a beloved attraction. Yeah. Um, they're only going to be able to change so much of it. I, I, but what I saw of it, I thought looked quite good. So, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Splash Mountain fans, but you know, your racist characters getting kicked out. Get over it. You're lost. Yeah. But yeah, opening late 2024. So again, another date, but not a date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and that is pretty much everything. Nothing has got an actual open date except for one thing, which we'll talk about when we get to Walt Disney World. And that hasn't even really got a date either. Um, <laughs> just, a de- just a delayed one. Yeah. Um, compared to what everybody but was there anything specifically that anybody wanted to chime in on with that Disneyland stuff I, I mean the thing is like Disneyland was clearly the focus of this presentation um, yeah. if anyone is still waiting with bated breath to find out all the major announcements that you're going to get for Disneyland Paris you may as well switch off now because there ain't none uh, oh yeah try, absolute... try being in Japan well, yeah. I mean, it was an absolute wet fart. I, I, it was just uh, an absolute disgrace. Uh, completely pointless, especially when there's so much that they could and should be announcing. You know, we didn't even get any yeah. news about Disney Village. Uh, yeah, uh, just we weird. did. Uh, they didn't talk about it, but... Yeah, okay. So, shall we do shall we do DLP now? Yeah, get it out of the way, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh... The 30th anniversary has been extended to September 2023, so the usual 18 months yep. um, that we've come to expect. 
look, they did get a couple of new bits. Um, there's a new Pixar show going in the studio theatre at Walt yeah. Disney Studios. Pixar, we belong together. Um, a bit, of, a bit of a musical review, apparently. Um, which I'm happy about because I get really annoyed that those theatres sit empty. Um, so I'm glad they're finally doing something with it. If only they were, if only they were doing it in a theatre that was in the Pixar area. Yeah, it's the wrong size. <laughs> um, would have been more appropriate for Rogers the Musical. Um, <laughs> so the the one that that I took a stab at guessing uh, over on uh, that Disneyland Paris podcast that ended up coming true. Um, another area along the the new lake um, is the Tangled Mini area where we're getting what is basically another version of the teacups yeah. based on Tangles. Um, right. Yeah. But that is hopefully just the start. And alongside that, we've got the new entrance to Toy Story Playland um, with the introduction of the Woody and Jesse uh, large characters that are in the Walt Disney World version mm-hmm. um, that will lead out onto the onto the lake, onto the promenade that leads up there. If only uh, put a the attraction in there, eh? Yeah. Just yeah, one decent exactly. attraction. Yeah. Uh, the Disneyland Hotel will not be reopening until 2024. Um, that wasn't mentioned really much in the presentation, except for the fact that we know we're going to be getting uh, frozen-themed suites in the in the Disneyland Hotel. But yeah, on the on the slide at the end, where it, it gave like rough dates for the next three years, uh, it did note that the Disneyland Hotel wouldn't be reopening until 2024. Uh, alongside that on that slide was uh, the village re theme will be done next year. Uh, it looks like it's going to be completed within the year. Yep. Um, so that was that was it for Disneyland Paris. Um, the dirty, dirty cousins, as always. Um, not quite as dirty as the Asian parks this time, um, who got very, very little. Um, Hong Kong Disneyland, they're getting a new Walt and Mickey statue. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and Arundel uh, will be opening the second half of next year with the first frozen roller coaster, which we already knew, which is based on the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Um, pretty much the same ride vehicles and everything, uh, just with a, a new theme. Uh, I think it's themed to Oaken. Um, but yeah, we didn't get a lot there. Um, Shanghai, again, was even worse. All we got to see was a few clips of their Zootopia land. Um, yeah. We got a clip of the officer Clawhauser animatronic. Um, Which I thought looked really good, impressive. actually. It is, but it's not quite as impressive as those animatronics that they put into the Beauty and the Beast ride. Still still more impressive than uh, Baymax Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and then Tokyo. Uh, nothing actually mentioned in the... the uh, the panel itself, again, it was on that end slide. Uh, Fantasy Springs at Tokyo Disney Sea opens next year. And mm. that was all Japan got. Well, it's Space Mountain in 2027. Space Mountain, yeah. Yeah, but again, that had already been announced before the, the panel. We'd heard yes. about that like three weeks ago that they were doing that. They spent an awful long time on uh, one of Duffy's new friends, didn't they? Yeah. 
Who's getting a TV series on Disney Plus? Oh, no, six fucking episodes. <laughs> Jesus, like, honestly, it's only a matter of time before this podcast gets a show on Disney Plus. I'm telling you, they're running out of ideas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that God, was it for Asia. Bleak machine and Disney Plus. That's for sure. Yeah. Eighteen only content on Star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, we'll leave Walt Disney World to the end because that's that's the one that I think has caused the most angst among yeah. Disney fans. So I'm gonna I'm gonna head to to the cruise line next. Um, the new ship, the treasure. Um, yeah, that's that's a bit of a that's a bit of a funny one. Does anybody else think that's a bit ironic? You usually find like treasure at the bottom of the sea. I it, I, I mean honestly, when they were naming it, when they when the name came up, I did think they've run out of ideas. Well, yeah. Somebody I can't remember. I was listening to a podcast and somebody said, "Oh, it's going to be Disney such and such," and and it kind of made sense because when you look at the ones we got, you got Magic, the Wonder, the Fantasy, the Dream. It was another one along that sort of line. The treasure just seems a departure. I mean, I think I think it's taken from the theme, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's based around Aladdin. I know, but still, I mean, I would have thought you could have come up with something. I don't now, see, what Wonder would have been more appropriate for an Aladdin-themed ship. Yeah, yeah. done that. Or the but wish. But it's already gone. <laughs> yeah. Or the wish. Exactly, yeah. The um, illusion, the, the Disney illusion would have been uh, a better name. I just, yeah, yeah Which is what nothing. I thought, it, what, that was what I'd heard originally. Oh, really? one of oh, these new been. ships was going to be called the illusion. <laughs> Call it plus. Head. Something like that. Yeah. Call <laughs> um, cool it plus. Just call it plus, and then the Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second second thing, and it was something we already knew about the the new island that that Disney have bought, uh, Lighthouse Point. I thought it looked awful. Looked pretty rough, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what, what I thought, what I thought looked a, a bit kind of tragic, really, was. You've got that kind of drone shot of Damaro standing on this beautiful, unspoiled tropical island. Oh, I know and what you're going to say. Switches to something that looks like <laughs> fucking Blackpool. Yeah. Like, look, we're going to take this beautiful paradise and we're going to completely trash it. But, oh we'll, but we'll keep God. we'll keep some of the natural stuff there. I'm like, where? Where well, is yeah, the natural there's stuff? Nothing. There's like, yeah, there's like some astroturf I think in the in the concept art and my my favorite bit was as it panned out and there was that little shack next to him like that was the only thing on the island at the moment and then they dumped this great big thing on top of it that was the hospital honest i'll tell you what he's if if josh isn't too careful he's going to be chasing to the sea like uh captain jack sparrow was well, I think what they'll do is they'll say, Josh, we, 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 need to, we need to go back up to, um, what's it called, Fantasy fantasy Point, what's it called? Oh, um, um, Lighthouse. Lighthouse Point. Lighthouse Point. Point. Sorry, Lighthouse yeah. Point. Josh, we need to do another shoot at Lighthouse Point. We've got to do some retakes, and then and then they just sort of sneak away and leave them there. That's why he's got hot. Like, guys, yeah. guys. <laughs> Hello, guys. This is Outhouse. <laughs> I mean, and the drone will, waves will. back at him. Yeah. <laughs> just sort of disappeared. <laughs> there was, I mean, look, there, there was some good news for our friends at Dis Down Under. 
uh, because yes. the, you know they they are going to have for the first they time. They're the aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the Wanderers heading heading to uh, Australasia and New Zealand, um, and with its moving cruises, it will be doing South Pacific tours. And um, when it leaves the US uh, to get to Australia, um, that I would be very interested in doing would be the the South Pacific tours um, around Fiji and islands like that. That was. That sounded great. Um, Going to the Box family in Samoa? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so that was it for the for the uh, DCL. Um, now to the fun part. Uh, Walt Disney World. <laughs> I thought you said fun part. Uh, well, it starts all right. Um, Happily Ever After returns next year. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> half and half. <laughs> yeah. I'm honestly surprised this stuff didn't come with an apology. Why did that yeah. get rave, rave? Like, why was everyone buzzing? Why didn't he just bring back wishes, right, and utilise all the new technology that they've got for the projection mapping? Uh, no, I love wishes. Every time I hear that song, I start crying. You know, I'm, I'm just a big baby. Wishes. I think I do think they realise how well happily ever after was actually going down, and then obviously when they put enchantment in, happily ever after is a story. It starts at the beginning and takes you right through through the story, and the music's fantastic, the anim- you know animation's fantastic, everything's great, and then they put enchantment in, which is just a series of different films and different bits of music with no conjoined anything. No, no, you, no, Steve, you're wrong there. All those clips are all on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> just a big marketing tool. Are you are you sensing a theme here? There's uh, a theme. The, yeah. the guy that side with the iPad, come and subscribe now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and moving on to another show that includes clips from Disney Plus. Say goodbye to Harmonious. Yeah, right. Because it is done. We no, hardly um, knew no, 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 no. It'll be, it'll be a sprig of holly, and it'll be harmonious with the twist. It'll be no. It's, this is going to be a show based on the celebration for the hundred years of Disney. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it'll be a tag on the end of it. Thank <laughs> yes. you very much. Yeah. Goodbye. A new hundred years of wonder is coming out. Yeah, and I'll be 18, yep. 18 months as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course it will. Um, but then do something with the tacos. I mean. I know, obviously, they're bolted to the ground, but folk just don't... They'll just forget about them just because Harmonious is away. You know, and it, it doesn't matter what you do with them. I mean, obviously, you saw the concept art before that. And there's all these different sprays, and oh, you'll never see them. When I was there, you could see them non-stop. There's a spray of, like, 20 different nozzles coming out, and didn't hide anything, you know? The whole idea of them taking it in and out, a bit like uh, they did with, uh, what was that? Oh, what's the last one? Illuminations. Uh, yeah, I mean, with the ball, you know, in and out. That was the best concept they could have done. But no, no, they wanted to just stick it in there and just make an eyesore for everything. And I know, obviously, we probably went through that before, but they're going to have to utilise these again because I'm not going to get rid of them. No, I don't think they'd get rid of them. That's why I think it would just be, it'll be a, a reworking with a tag. Yeah. It'll be some some smoke and mirrors, literally. Yeah. Then we've got a couple of things that have actually got years attached to them for opening dates. Um, Light Cycle Run 
uh, will finally open in the spring of 2023. Yep. Not quite so, when everybody was expecting. So excited um, for that. And, and I, I thought it was going to be before the end of the year. But obviously, spring 23, it still gives them 90 days of a season to, to, to drop yeah. it in. Obviously, they never put a date on it because folk will just restructure their, their vacation, you know, to go when it's open. So that 90 days just covers everything, you know. They're not going to say it's the 31st of March, it's the 28th of April, you know. Spring yeah. just covers everything, and it just means that folk will still continue to book their holidays, or maybe even if they're, if they're that desperate to go. I mean, we're not going until September of next year, but if they're that desperate to go, they'll just hold off until it is open. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we then the one that everybody's been waiting for. Then we've got the one that everybody is waiting for: the Figment meet and greet. Oh, thank God! I mean, Ryan creamed himself. It's quite clear. Yeah, uh, I've I've that. watched some videos when everybody's been going, "Oh, Journey into Imagination's getting a retheme, woohoo!" And then they go, "We've got a meeting room with Figment." Yeah, we'll take the cheap option. Right, so look, yeah. To be honest, going to queue up for hours upon end for a, yeah. a popcorn bucket. How, well, yeah, how think, many, about how any, think about how many popcorn buckets they'll sell once pigment is going to meet great. You got sometimes you just got to give the people what they want, and let's be honest, this is the popcorn absolute buckets. cheapest thing they could have done was to yeah. put yeah. a meet and greet. So it's still no dream finder though. You know, I mean, all they, had, they just had to find somebody with a red beard and just and a hat and sticking it. Yeah, you know. Well, we saw we saw what they they used to do in like the 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 eighties. You know, yeah, that they had some pretty decent costumes but that, that that is the question now who does figment go out with or are you just meeting a six foot tall figment that's, that's I, hope <laughs> I hope it's not going to be that figment again i'm really hoping they've got an animatronic one yeah not the not the giant one double down on figment double down disney plus tv show movie the full it you've got a platform there why they've, aren't they've they making already, stories? They've already made they've already made a comic book about him. Well, yeah, yeah. Find it, but... one, one episode, wasn't it? That, yeah. that was a while ago now, but mm. just enhance it, go for it. You can enhance that ride by knocking it down, forgetting it every well, Yeah. But then you could you could put in a new ride tied to all the, the series and the film and, and just it'd be boss. I know. You're going in people's Pegs. imaginations, aren't you? They'd just be like, whee! I'd love that to get another IP in there, you know, just get the film, get the series, get the plush, get the popcorn bucket. Just yeah. Tip everybody upside down. Money, 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 money. <laughs> um, I, I just just because it's a quick it's a quick other addition to that and it's similar P dubs. It's not meet and great, but uh, as kind of mentioned earlier. The Hatbox Ghost is making its way to uh, the Haunted yeah. Mansion in Walt Disney World at some and point. This next is year. when, it, yeah, this is when it starts to get vaguer and vaguer. Yeah, that, um, that box Ghost, that's fine, but it's just it, it's just something that was in Disneyland, moving it towards Disney, you know, or replicating it in Walt Disney World. Yeah, so you know what it's like about replications? I mean, it took Tron yeah, five years to actually build, so by the time they actually get the hat post, it will be another five years for that. We'll so be on Tron three by then. Well, it says next year. It says next year, so that I would say that you've got a date for that. 
I would Christmas. say I would say that should be there for the Halloween season, which is like me, isn't it? <laughs> I think. Yeah. Well, given the fact that all the all the um, Mickey's not so scaries have sold out now. Yeah. All right. Then they've got two choices: they either increase the numbers again, so you pay a hell of a lot more money than you were paying, and the numbers creep up again, or they've got to extend the number of days. So happy Halloween! And and now we get to the vagueness of all vagueness. Uh, early development, Dino Land, the the land that I brought up on our our guesses just a couple of weeks ago, not becoming what I I said, but Dino Land is apparently going at some point. Don't know when. But, but it's gone, isn't it? Um, well, yeah, pretty much. Uh, there's a few fairground attractions in there at the moment. Half of the big um, are looking over the top of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this will be replaced, apparently. Um, I am doing quotation marks. You might not be able to see me, but apparently... Are you explaining um, to people listening to a podcast they might not be able to see you? Because I think they might have figured it out yeah. already. And I think you can just drop the word, mate. <laughs> yeah. Thank God, because I'm naked. It's no surprise to anybody. No one, but no one wants to see that. No. Um, so this is the, this is the first expansion um, that is apparently in early development um, for a Moana and Zootopia land um, to take up that that footprint um, that's currently taken how, up. No. How do you going to retheme dinosaur then? Yeah, and this is the problem. They were so vague that you've got absolutely no idea what they're doing. But hang on, not only was this so this was the this was single handedly the stupidest thing I've seen Disney do in years. <laughs> what they re, what they basically did was pulled out really important people from Disney to come out on stage to talk about the kind of stupid shit that we talk about on this podcast about what we would do if we could create a, like a new land or something. Right, this was absolutely pie-in-the-sky bullshit of, you know, somebody's drawings, right, great, somebody's done some drawings, how fantastic, but there's absolutely nothing here. There is, oh, we could do this, or we could do that, or we could do both things together, but there was absolutely nothing there. Right, it is no, as fake the as you like. Obvious, Nick, it's because they've got nothing. Okay, yes. Right, That's so they had, to, they had to fill the space, they had to fill yeah. the time. So all they could do was talk about, hey, we've got some ideas. I mean, okay, were, it's, it's as if they were trolling us. supposed to have lots of ideas, yeah. you know what I mean? It's as if they were trying to troll us, you know, by saying, oh, I mean, who would ever think it as, as Zootopia and Moana mix together? Well, it doesn't. You know, why that's... if Moana, Moana's already in Epcot, you know, I mean, it's the journey of water that's coming out for like late 23. Yeah. Yeah, you're trying to shoehorn it into Animal Kingdom. It... And even Joe Rody said that Zootopia should be in Animal Kingdom because it's a sort of a human version of animals. This is even you know Joe Rody is imagineer extraordinaire, and even he said don't put that in there. It's like the, the the whole the whole segment was absolutely ridiculous, and I'm sat there watching it, and I've got we've already gone through all the other stuff that we've just talked about, right? And this is how they end the panel, and I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm going right, Epic Universe is about two years away. <laughs> from opening, right? 
knowing Universal, they'll probably fast track it. It'll probably be open by the end of next year, right? And this is what they're building a brand new, you know, proper e-ticket park, throwing all their money at it, making this going to be, you know, a really extraordinary thing. And Disney are sitting there going, well, here's some ideas of things that one day we might actually do something of. Just, just, it's just fucking madness. Like, they are lo- every year they are losing more of a market share to Universal. And their, their, their idea to combat that was, here's some drawings we did. Uh, yeah, Jesus, the, the, the atmosphere with the public, isn't it? You know, to see if they're going to grasp it and go, oh, oh, and most folk are going, what? Yeah, but did you see the Hollywood reporter interview of, of Chapek? No, I heard I heard some people talk about it. I didn't get a chance to read it. No, what did he say? Well, the clue the clue is in there, right? So um, search for it. I mean, search for HollywoodReporter.com and it, it's in there. But the, the really interesting question, and they asked him a straight question. They said, you're known as, the, as a guy who cuts costs and raises prices. You've raised prices pretty stiffly um, and the at the parks and you've gotten some blowback from super fans how much can you keep raising prices and does ill will form then creating a problem for the brand and then you've got his his answer and his answer is basically hey we're going to keep putting up the prices until people stop going yeah and and that's kind of it our ticket our ticket prices and constraints we put on how often people could come and when they come as a direct reflection of demand, when is it too much? Demand will tell us when it's too much. So doesn't want to spend any money because if he spends money, it, it eats into his profits. And he's putting up the prices and he's he's making money. They're, they're, the number of people have dropped, but they knew that the number of people were going to drop. They're targeting the, highly, the high spenders. And... Um, you know, this is the D23 thing is just a reflection of that. They haven't got any big CapEx plans. And the other thing, of course, is that because of what's happened to interest rates, the cost of CapEx has gone up. So if they if they put some of these plans in place and secured the funding before the interest rates had gone up, then they would have saved themselves a hell of a lot of money. Now the thought of doing it, it's going to cost far more money than it would have cost a year ago or six months ago. Well, that's what they said about Universal, and that's why they did it. And they said they're absolute fortune because a lot of times they just plowed on, you know, and said, We'll just do Epic Universal, we'll get it down when the interest rates are so low. Obviously, they're creeping up now, now but majority as a groundwork, you know, and uh, Epic Universal has been done, you know, and it was saved itself an absolute fortune. Don't get me wrong, Comcast, they know that they're no, getting no money, but. If you can save money one way, you can put it in another. Yeah. Sorry, P-Dubs, I derailed you by getting very angry about... Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry, because I think the next one's going to make you even more come. angry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so more early development for an expansion pad sat behind Big Thunder Mountain at Magic Kingdom. Um, more pictures, more paintings... Um, for a Coco, Encanto, and Disney Villains land um, set in a bit of uh, the park that isn't currently used. Um, 
its prime. We've said Magic Kingdom is in desperate need of expanding mm. because there is literally nothing else they can do other than bulldoze Tomorrowland. Yep. Really. Um, so this this is a prime bit of real estate within the park's boundaries. Again, if it happens, it happens. The, uh, the likelihood is that we might get one of them. Uh, I would put my money on it being in Canso. Um, if like we're going to get idea. any of them. I like the idea of the Valens one. I mean, see the fact that they've actually marketed them like beyond Thunder Mountain. It's like beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if they put it in there, and again, and I know obviously everybody's uh, clamping about it for a fifth gate and stuff like that, but if you stick a Villains one in there, you can actually you can sell tickets, you know, hours tickets and, you know, after hours tickets for a, a Villains sort of thing. They're doing it in the park just now. So you can actually filter that off. Even still have the park going, you know, as well as this park being sort of siphoned off with a, an extra ticket, a half ticket event. Yeah, I can I can see that, but I mean, look, the you problem, sign a the, waiver to get touched. <laughs> the problem the problem with the these ideas, the problem with these ideas is that does Coco need a land? Does Encanto need a land? The Coco villains need a land. land and it because they're, they're that step away from Mexico turning into Coco land. Yeah, well, yeah, but I don't, I don't. But the things I don't need a Coco Land. Would I, would I be happy with a Coco attraction? Yeah. Would I be happy with an Encanto attraction? Yeah. I mean, my kids would love it more than I would. It's fine. Like the Villains Land. Yeah. I mean, people have been asking for one of those for years. So you know, you know that would be successful with like older. Which is why I don't guests. think it'll happen. Well, no, hundred percent. I think I, I don't think any of these will. That's that's the problem. But. The, the the problem with all these concepts was let's make a land let's make it no just 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 make some attractions you don't not everything needs to have a fucking land like i think just, i think they've got to expand capacity in it so you, you think about things like what we talked about as utopia that's not expanding capacity they're just they're just trading out one attraction for another they're yeah. not actually increasing the capacity in the park and no. the problem is some of the stuff that they put in is actually got lower capacity than what was there before yeah right um so they've, they've got to they've got to put in some people eaters because what chapek is chapek's strategy is is not sustainable long term right it's like mm. milk it milk it milk it and then when people stop start reducing their attendance you know then then we'll worry about it ah, that's bullshit especially with the economy's gone the way they're gone all of a sudden you know it's like a big oil tanker you know it takes ages to turn and all the stuff that's out there about disney is going to take years and years to unwind did you yeah. guys see the article in the in the mail about the woman who went to universal and and did a tiktok video and it went viral, right? No. It, it got picked up by the mail, and they talked about universal ripoff, right? They spent $1,100 in a day yeah, at Universal, I did see that. right? Aye. But when you read the article, they very quickly they start off by talking about this family's day at Universal, but they very quickly flick to the fact that, well, Universal isn't actually the most expensive park, it's Disney. And then the rest of the article is all about how much prices have gone up in Disney, right? Um, 
and that and to to quote Jim Hill, you know, that's the narrative that's out there. I mean, it's just just coincidentally, my wife went to the went to a beautician um, earlier this week, and we're talking about going to Florida, and of course, this woman sees lots of people who come in and get their hair done, nails done, whatever. And she said, oh, yeah, I've had a couple of people in here recently saying that they've been and just how expensive it is. And that's that's the story that's going out there. And so although you've got Chappick on the one hand saying, whack up the prices and we got lots of demand, so that's okay. We'll, we'll probably have some less people, but we'll make more money on less people. That's fine so long as inflation doesn't bite and all of a sudden these stories don't bite and all of a sudden and then universal takes off with this new this new part and all of a sudden you could have a situation where it's like oh shit what are we gonna do you know and i was there in and, march and it's exactly what you were saying there you know it's an absolute fortune to go now when we come back obviously you get the disney blues so you go and decide right okay i'm going to book again it's just costing an arm and a leg, and we're staying at All Star Sports, and it probably cost us as much as it did a couple of years ago to stay at uh, Port Orleans. Yeah, and it's it's just crazy the way that the prices have gone up. Yeah, they, and the problem is, why... is, as those stories come out, there'll be a lot of young families that'll that'll hear the story and will just think, "Oh no, you know, I'm just going to go somewhere else." They'll, they'll never even go once you the problem is once you go you get hooked on it right like us so mm -hmm. you, you go and you're like oh, and, and then you find ways to to justify it even if you go every three years or four years or five years whatever it is but if you've never gone you don't miss it you don't miss what you haven't experienced so a lot of those people are just going to go no you know I, or, I or 12 years for, you know <laughs> if you're some yeah, people but, but you're still interested in it and you're still here and talking about it and you know and I'm, and I still want to go back and so. I still go to Disney parks right you know I'm, yeah, I'm going to Disney parks. I'm going with Craig next month to to, to Paris yes. but the, the, this is this is my bold prediction right in the next five years what we're going to see is we're going to see the prices continue to to kind of creep up they'll creep up they won't it'll be slow it'll be gradual but they'll creep up and what you will see is within the next five years the attendance is going to fall through the floor it's not going to like like not ridiculously but it's going to be enough for them to go right we have hit our ceiling and then you're going to see big offers come back like and we that's, used and to that's get. exactly it they know they that they can pull the like promotion that. lever right they know that they can pull it and in some ways by doing what they've done they've probably got more levers to pull because it yeah. used to be it used to be free dining plan yeah now now it can be free dining plan it can be free genie plus it can be you know if you stay at a deluxe you get two individual attraction selections or you know it can be all these different free parking right because yep. <laughs> of charles parking you know they, they, yeah, disney got, plus subscription you know i mean yeah, it's, disney it's plus like subscription, 80 yeah. pound or something 90 pound we, yeah, yeah, but it's nothing know, to them because you know it's just you know it's just a click of a button that's well, what, yeah. but that's and, what and that's, Disneyland Paris are doing that right now. So if you book a holiday at, with yeah. directly with Disneyland Paris, you get a year's free Disney Plus. Well, yeah. three, and, and that's I think you get three months. Oh, I thought it was longer, but okay. I'll yeah, tell and they're, you. Doing, they're doing some things right now, aren't they? Um, you know, they've, they've done a few sort of Disney Plus tie-ins, but that's fine. It will get you so far, but there will come a point where, you know, they are going to have to think about capacity because what what chapek is clearly saying is right now 
demand is outstripping capacity, therefore we can whack up the prices. But I don't think that's going to last. That will last you for a couple of years, and those couple of years might even be shorter than that if if inflation continues to, to bite the way it is. And then they're going to have to think about some of these blue sky ideas. The problem is that we know how slow Disney are. And if right now these are only ideas that are being kicked around, um, you know, I looked on the map, I looked at the area they're talking about, or at least the area I think they're talking about. There's some technical problems there as well. You've got the, you've got the the waterways, you've got the riverboat, you know, you've Train. got the railway. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's it's these are big projects. If they're if they're really going to expand into green areas of Walt Disney World, it's you know it's. it's we know how long that takes. That's years and years and years, you know. Wouldn't worry about the, um, the railway. We've shut that for the last three years. Been shut it for another yeah. three years, you know. Yeah. So and that's, that's the scary the thing. That, you know, it they should be talking there, about something. They should be talking about, you know, if you think about that D23, there wasn't a single big project. No. Anywhere. That's, that's a shocker, right? I mean... That's a shocker when Universal have got a new park coming. Not one single big project. And they're only at the blue sky idea stage. Wow. That's not uh, good. Really and they were basically good. and they were basically almost ga- gauging on crowd reaction as to, oh, is this something we could pursue? That's 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 essentially what it was. I think Steve's earlier said it was like a focus group. Mm. That's exactly what yeah. it was. It was an interactive photo uh, focus group with the worst people to do a focus group with because they are the people like everyone in that room was yeah, either press or mm-hmm. are the people that spend all their money at disney because they are completely immersed in that world yeah. it's the worst That's people right. to ask for their, their opinions on because yeah. i mean you can be sure that look at the reaction to hulk and that but <laughs> but yeah i mean that's it's just it's just a bit um, dis- well, extremely disappointing that you know we've 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 gone this far and this long, and that's all they've got. You know, and speaking just... of going this far and this long, yeah, I think we're at the end, aren't we, uh, Peter? So. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, look, we hmm. I, I wanted I wanted to get everything covered because there was a lot and at the same time i think for me for me personally and i'll you know obviously everyone can answer but for me personally i think d3 the d23 was pretty much a bust i think there was a lot of hype surrounding it um but i think disney complete especially the films completely overshot at comic-con and i think what we got instead was a lot of stuff that we already knew no real surprises and a load of as you said, Mr. Blue Sky ideas that will probably never ever happen anyway. So just You're getting just the shit lift out of the one the YouTube by everyone who Good. So I'm just scrolling through loads and loads of negative videos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean this stuff is is building up, you know, there's a couple of different and, and I I think I'm I'm probably a little bit less harsh on them in terms of the movies and the TV stuff because you know, I didn't really follow the Comic Con stuff, so to me, a lot of this stuff was was kind of kind of new. I mean, or, or or it was good updates. So it seems to me like from a 
TV and film and streaming point of view, they've got quite a lot going on. It was the parks piece that was that was just really disappointing when it when it is such a cash cow, and and you know if if they are gonna charge, well they are already charging super premium prices. If that's Chapek's continued long term strategy, sorry, Mister Chapek, but you can't charge people super premium prices and not keep upgrading your product mm -hmm. right and you've just missed your biggest opportunity to tell people how you're going to upgrade your product and and why they should be willing to pay lots and lots of money to come and experience your parks and you just showed them some smoke and mirrors and a hat box ghost that you're cutting and pasting from disneyland and some other things that you're cutting and pasting just, you know, does not meet expectations, I'm afraid, for me. And when, when Josh Damaro is doing his really, um, you know, cheap uh, Steve Jobs uh, presentation thing, yeah. it did feel like everyone had gone to the Apple Academy of uh, presentation presenting. Um, yeah. You know, it obviously... Cringe, you <laughs> it's not so much that it just, it just felt very much like it was an act... Do you know what I mean? Like there was, it was very rhythmic, very, you know, it hit all the beats. It just didn't seem particularly natural. But the thing is, like at the moment, he's the golden boy. He's the poster boy. Everyone loves him. Everyone hates Chapek. If he has another D twenty three of this kind of caliber with this kind of amount of announcements, that that's going to fade pretty quick. I think you know. I think it's falling already. I think people are already seeing that as nice as he is, you know, liking him isn't going to make your park experience better. It's not going to improve the parts. It's not going to give you the new attractions that you want to keep coming yeah. back. And at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. When I took a, a longer, much longer hiatus than I thought I was going to do from Disney parks, my plan was to go back when new, you know, when there was a big new thing to see. There have been so few of those and have been so spaced out they are they are losing ground to their competitors, and at some point, yeah. But I mean, you know, yeah, especially the new I mean, park, go it's going to go. Yeah, we go in six weeks, and you know, Steve, you've just come back, but you know, there's, there's there's lots of good stuff. I'm really looking forward to going. Can't wait to go. Love it. Love all the old stuff, but but there's quite a few things that we haven't seen. The problem is all that stuff was started under Iger. That's my problem, right? So Rise of the Resistance, we haven't yeah. we haven't seen that. Runaway Railway, we haven't seen that. Okay, Harmonious, you know, I'm, I, I don't think I'm going to like it as much as um, Illuminations based on what I've, what I've heard, but still, it's new. It's, they spent a lot of money on it. I'll, I'll watch it and I'll give it a fair a fair evaluation from my point of view. So, there, you know, there is lots of good stuff, but there's no... The pipeline is dry now completely. Once Tron comes, that's it. That's, that's the last of that, and Chapek hasn't put anything new in the pipeline. Everything that up to this point was was Iger and and his management team, and that's that's the disappointing thing, and that's a slightly worrying thing for the future. Uh, just final words, Craig. Anything from you? No. Uh, P Dubs. Yeah, I'm. I'm not of such a negative opinion about it. They got slagged off for announcing stuff that was dated last time and then didn't happen. This time they've gone, look, we've got some ideas. We're not saying we're doing them. We might do. 
I'm more of an opinion. I'd rather see that than them go, we're making this. You're going to see it this year. And then it doesn't happen. But um, Sorry, Peter. I know I've had my go, but at what point didn't it happen? Wasn't it when Chapek came in? Didn't he cut a lot of the stuff like the Mary Poppins ride and stuff that... He might well have done. Announced. I think but it again, was. I'd rather not see them say that and then not do it. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. I think that's more disappointing than them going, we've got these ideas, what do you think? Shall we do it? I'd rather them see, see them do that than go, we've got this, we're building it, we'll, you'll see it in two years. And we haven't. Yeah. We've sat here waiting for five years for Tron. Still not open despite yeah. the fact that they said it was going to open three years ago. Yeah. And I know, yeah, we've had a pandemic, but even still, that ride has been ready for a good nine months. Now look at the Velocicoaster. it's still not open. Right? I mean, they threw the Velocicoaster up, what, in a year and a half? Yeah. If you're lucky. And yeah. that was just at the tail end of the pandemic, and that's been running non-stop. So there's no yeah. reason for this to be as so far back as it is. Especially when yeah. this wasn't a new ride. You know, Velocicoaster was a brand new attraction they built from yeah. scratch. Tron is something yeah. they already had in Shanghai. This is a clone of an existing attraction. Blueprint. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's five I'd years ra- I'd rather them go down the universal route of not saying, this is going to this is gonna open then, and then it not open. Yeah. You know what they did? I mean, they said it was going to be a Tudor cart when, when it was a Velocicoaster. <laughs> It says yeah. all of a sudden they started growing, growing up, not, not. But I mean, it's, it's good fun doing stuff like that. But I mean, the way that Universal can throw things up compared to Disney has always been the same. Hagrid's, you know, uh, you get Harry Potter, you know, Velocicoaster, everything like that. You know, has thrown up in a couple of years. Whereas Disney talked about it for a couple of years before they even break down. Yeah. And that, that's my issue. I'd rather they not. And, yeah. and I felt that was better this time around. But they went, we've got some ideas. You may see it, you may not. But everybody um, thought, no, you're not. We're not going to see it. Well, well, yeah, and we probably we probably won't. But I'd rather them have ideas and go, yeah, we're thinking about it. You might see it. Rather than them going, oh, you're definitely going to see this. Yeah. This is happening and, and you're going to see it. As Paul was um, saying, it said, you know, there's nothing in the pipeline, there's Tron, and then that's it. There's no other ride that I've actually got coming up to say, this is going to be the next big ride that we've got. Yeah. Uh, and that's down to leadership. Well, yeah. And we know it is. And I don't think there's a lot Josh can do. I think he's polishing a turd at the moment. We heard him coming out and saying, you know, we don't do, we, we don't do everything right. Yeah. You've just got to see that with the fact that Happily Ever After's coming back in some sort. There's a new fireworks yeah. at Epcot, you know, to replace yeah. Harmonious. When you've just got Epcot forever, that lasted what? Let's put it this way. Months, you know? They haven't nailed a nighttime spectacular for a good decade. They've and got paint the night that's rusting yeah. at California because it's too expensive. And they've literally relied, yeah. They've they've literally rehashed the Main Street Electrical Parade for the last fifty years. Yeah, and not put it in, in Disney World. You yeah. know, there's not been one of them. What's that? About seven years now. 
Yeah. A bit longer. Yeah. There's only so much you can do. There's, there's clearly a lack of imagination in the Imagineers now. And yes, we know we've lost some of the big names, but that shouldn't be an excuse. Well, they should be hiring piece. the best, and it looks like they're going to Universal instead. I think it's more the money, Peter, than it is the imagination. My guess is the ideas are there, but they just Chappie doesn't want to spend the money. Maybe the imagination. Profits. Yeah, but maybe the imagination will come back with Figment. Maybe that's maybe yeah. we've misunderstood this whole meet and greet. Maybe there's uh, there's a reason why it's coming. Steam meet and greets. It? It's to inspire yeah. the next round of uh, Imagineers. Um, I'd rather see Captain EO coming back. Oh dear God! <laughs> Stick it on a blue line. <laughs> I don't think that's that. happening, Pdubs. No, not anytime soon. The only um, version of that you're going to get is the is the thriller version of Michael Jackson. <laughs> well, I don't think there's any, any other way we're going to finish the podcast than uh, a reference to zombie <laughs> Michael Jackson coming back from the dead. Um, so, uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, Stephen, thank you so much for uh, for joining us. Uh, I, as you know, you've, you've done this before. We don't normally go this long, but uh, you know. It was D23, and we had lots to cover, but uh, thank you very much for joining us. No, not a problem. It was, it was good to be back. Bless you. And uh, speaking of back, uh, we'll be back with uh, another episode. I don't even know what week we're on. Probably Patreon shows next week. So uh, subscribe, and that way you get new episodes, and we will see you in a few weeks. podcast is a that production and part of the after dark podcast network <laughs>